Well, what is up, EKN Nation? Hello, uh, another great evening here. Our second uh, part of our EKN Outlap podcast as we prepare for Super Nationals number 24, the Supercarts USA finale of the season. Didn't have the race last year, finally back at it. My name's Rob Haddon, David Cole alongside, well, kind of alongside. I'm in Seattle, he's in Grand Rapids right now. David, uh, great show yesterday, about 90 minutes long. This one could be a bit longer. More categories, more guests. Great way to start things off, though, but yeah, we really... We kind of threw the green flag on our coverage for the Super Nationals. It's time, uh, it's time to go to work, isn't it? Yeah, it was green, green, green. We went all day yesterday. We did uh, had a great show yesterday with three different guests, Nick Tucker, um, Aiden Rudolph, and, and Caleb Gaffer. Uh, it was a great show. Got to, uh, got to talk to them about the Super Nationals and really got to just preview of things to come. Uh, at least almost half the categories that are going to compete at this year's Super Nationals. And now we're getting into the senior and master divisions, the uh, the rough and tough, the uh, the stack fields that we're going to have it. here at Super Nationals. <laughs> elbows up, yeah. Elbows up. Uh, for those of you maybe watching one of these podcasts or one of these shows for the first time, really we've moved it over. This is kind of an evolution. We've been doing a lot of these face to face shows here on our YouTube channel. We're going to start doing more of these. David said, "Hey, let's do our Outlap podcast. Let's just do it on for the Supernats on YouTube. We'll turn it into a podcast later. But let's bring some guests in. Let's have a chance to talk to some people." And uh, obviously, yesterday's went really, really well, and I know it's something we'll do more of in 2022. Uh, so, again, we will turn this into a podcast. Those of you uh, who, who may want to listen to it on the way to work or coming home, whatever it may be, uh, we will say you can see the logo right there. Big thank you to Trinity Carding Group for being uh, a presenting sponsor of, of this particular show. So let's have a quick plug here for Trinity Carding Group, who are the first step on the ladder to racing success. Trinity Carding Group is based at Motorsports Country Club of, of Cincinnati, and they literally have a track in their backyard and a controlled environment to develop your skills. Trinity Carding Group flattens out the steep learning curve with a professional staff that will put you on the right path. The focus is driver development, and they compete at the local, regional, and national levels, including the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and the United States Pro Kart Series. They have new and used packages available, and they are your Midwest source Cart Republic chassis and IAMI engines. Visit them at teamtkg.com or call 513-421-4463. Sean Bale from the whole crew, uh, David at Trinity Carding Group. Awesome folks. Uh, But let's get at it. We're we're essentially talking about the Supercarts USA Super Nationals 24, the date December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It was going to be the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino. We're going to the Las Vegas uh, Motor Speedway. Big changes over the last couple of weeks. A lot of backstory that we're not going to bring up here. That's that's something we can unpack later because right now it's really not. It's We're going racing, and, and kudos to Scusa for being able to put something together. Whole-scale changes within like three weeks of the event where we're at a diff- two different hotels, the Resorts World and, and Westgate, David, and a brand-new, essentially temporary circuit that they're building out at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yeah, outside uh, NASCAR Turn 3 is where the track's going to be situated. We've actually been to Las Vegas Motor Speedway in the past. We've had two events yeah. there with the Stars of Karting event, actually inside the oval there, utilizing the garages that NASCAR does use. This one's going to be very similar to what you've seen in the past where it's a parking lot. It's a parking lot yeah. event. Um, we're going to have a, a good paddock space. We're going to have a good racetrack, a very similar racetrack that uh, – has been utilized in 2018 and 2019 at the Rio. So it's essentially pick up 
and move it north about 18 that's miles. It, that's it. Yeah, that's exactly that. Move your hotel rooms, pick the racetrack up, and and we're going back at it again. So it's essentially going to be the same racetrack that we're going to run anyway. So really not that much has changed as opposed to maybe the background of some of the photography that you'll see. This outlap, as David had mentioned, um, essentially the senior senior categories, Master Shifter, uh, uh, X30 Masters, Pro Shifter, K100, and X30 Senior. Man, I'm, it's so much stuff to, to blend in here now. I just My <laughs> mind's mush. Uh, we talked a bit about the racetrack itself. Same layout, David, that we saw in 2018, 2019. Basically the same schedule you mentioned yesterday, if you watched the show. Uh, a little bit different in terms of qualifying with some of the classes. There's a new format where they're going to split the classes up into two groups. So uh, just five-minute sessions for those categories, which I like a lot quicker. I, yeah. I think that's a lot better. Um, let's talk weather, though. Let's let's do that in this particular show. Man, I tell you, when they said the first week of December, I was like, I'm bringing the lawn johns. I'm bringing all my ski gear with me because it's going to be cold. Man, it's going to be 60s and 70s. I don't think they could have asked for much better weather. Sunny every day, they're saying. I mean, it is Las Vegas, so you're going to expect the sun. Yes, we've had we've had some bad instances for the Super Nationals, and and even in 2019 uh, on the opening day, it was it was not exactly uh, Vegas weather. So, uh, luckily, right now, you know, the forecast we looked at it yesterday. I'm looking at it, see if it updated at all, but it's still the same, still showing you know perfect weather, 70s to 60s, lows in the high or low 50s to high 40s. So, uh, same yeah, weather. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, we mentioned this yesterday as well. Good numbers uh, in the event, uh, even with some of the changes that were going on, you know, coming off of the COVID hiatus from last year where we didn't have the 21st, uh, 24th running. First time in all, you know, 24 years where we weren't able to get a race in since 1997. Uh, 493 pre-entries that we had logged uh, from Supercarts USA. There's always a couple of guys that drop out and there's always a bunch of guys that enter late. So, We'll see if they're able to break that magic 500 mark, but anything over 450, obviously a huge event for not only Supercarts USA, but for the industry as well. Master Shifter looking at about 17, X30 Masters at 39, almost that full field in the X30 Masters class. Uh, David, the Whopper uh, is KA100 Senior and X30 Senior. KA100 Senior, 92 entries, 86 for X30 Senior. And listen, obviously, Scusa making a big move in terms of bringing the shifter categories together. Uh, Gearbox with KZ and 175 IME SSE, uh, 50, was it 51 or 52 entries, pre-entries. That's awesome for shifter cut racing under the Scusa banner. Yeah, it's great. It's exactly what we wanted to see. I mean, we did see that when they had the Pro 1 and Pro 2. We saw a full field that way. Now we're getting, you know, the KZ and the uh, IME SSE engine together. Uh, and again, they're, they're, they're letting the racers decide what, what, what they want to do with it. And, yeah. and we're getting some international drivers over as well, too. I know we're going to, we're possibly going to lose a couple due to, you know, international, um, travel bans or restrictions for, for certain countries. Uh, we'll obviously talk to somebody a little bit later about that as well, yeah. too. But, um, yeah, I think, I think overall you got to be pleased with the numbers because again, we could have a whole lot more of an international contingent here in Las Vegas, uh, for the super nationals. So, you know, I, I, I see it as, you know, a, a stepping stone to what could be even bigger for 2022 and 2023. Yeah. With those big numbers, of course, in the K 100 senior and X 30 senior categories, we're going to have those LCQs, which are a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and listen, all that you're going to be able to number one here and watch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, EKN live. As we always do, we'll have our live audio. You'll be able to tune into EKN, uh, ecardinews.com slash live. 
A big thank you to the broadcast partners we have so far. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy stepping up as being one of our primary um, our, our title sponsor for this particular year. Uh, Acceleration Kart Racing back as our presenting sponsor for Super Sunday again, as they have before. Uh, more sponsors coming on board. Cartlift being one of them. Big fit, shout out to everyone at Cartlift. Uh, so more sponsors, more uh, partners being added to that. But Dave, one thing is going to be interesting. I think we saw it last year, or two years ago. It was cold. Struggled with my voice a little bit. I'm going to be smarter this year. But I'm, we're bringing in someone to help us out, which I think will be cool. Our good friend for many, many years, Mike Smith from CalSpeed. He jumped on the mic at CalSpeed a couple of times and, and found it to his liking. Came to us and said, hey, man, I, I'd love to be involved. So, you know, this is a guy we know that's a, a hardcore racer as well. So he's going to join me throughout the weekend time to time as an analyst, help do some play-by-play -play as well. But it'll be cool to see Mike uh, uh, in a different role uh, with us this, this coming uh, what, next weekend, I guess it will be. And he'll actually have the racer's perspective. He raced there in 2019. He's yeah. done a lot of racing this year. I raced against him at the uh, Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. Uh, actually beat him. So uh, I have beat him and I've not beat you, Rob, but uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> fix that. we'll fix that for uh, for next year. Shout out to Mike Smith right there. Thanks for the opportunity. We look forward to having you. Uh, listen, man, we, you know this This is a, a 9 o'clock in the morning to 6, 7 o'clock at night thing for us at the track side before we even go home and, and we'll start working on race reports and, and, our, and our debriefs at the end of the day. So we got we to gotta like the people that we hang around with the entire time, right? So good to have Mike with us, a good friend of ours. So I'm having fun. It should be good. I've, I've had a chance. You look back at some of the guys that we've had, David, on the on the broadcast with us, you know, be it a Tony Laporta, be it a Xander Clemens uh, situation Saturday. We used to drag Chris Wheeler's ass Chris, up into the yes. booth every once in a while, right? Um, uh, he coined that situation Saturday. It'll be somebody new this year. So Mike Smith joining us, which I think will be a lot of fun. It'll somebody cool. older, too, because he is a master's guy. Those guys That's were true. all younger. Yeah. So, you know, two old guys and I'm the younger guy, I guess. You'll be the young, you'll be the younger guy. <laughs> we pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive services, cart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. In Colorado, the place to go for carts and parts and everything else you need to go racing is Forward Direction Motorsports. It's Colorado's premier karting company. Owned and operated by veteran carter Greg Welch, Forward Direction Motorsports is located in Centennial, Colorado. FDM has been developed to provide customer service and product sales at all levels and in both in-person and online. We're a brick-and-mortar shop that serves as the hub for karting in Colorado, 
and we're a gateway to new racers who can come in and learn about the sport. We also have an online store and can ship all over the country. We can also service all makes and models of engines and carts. Whatever you race, we can take care of you. Forward Direction Motorsports is a comp cart dealer, an authorized Rotax service center, and we can fully support all Briggs 206 racers. We support local karting 100%, and we also have a race team that takes our customers to major regional and national events on the West Coast. From cart prep and coaching to full arrive and drive packages, we offer something for everyone. You don't have to live in Colorado to experience Full Direction Motorsports' vast experience or dedication to customer service. Our online store continues to expand its inventory, and the products you need are just a mouse click away. Head to fdmcarting.com the next time you need parts and equipment fast. We ship daily. Shop online or come to the store to check out our inventory and visit our service department. Head to fdmcarting.com to learn more about our products and services or call us direct at 720-323-3650. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs and Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs and Stratton 206 engine is power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Speaking of old guys, let's jump in and do this right now. Let's start the first preview. Uh, let's talk about Master Shifter, the category presented by RLV. That's the sponsor of the class for the weekend. 17 in- entries in Master Shifter. And again, part of that kind of shift of where the shift the Masters drivers are running. Um, at previous Supernats, you know, again, we've had Master Shifter. It's been called G1 for a time. It was S4. There was a G2 category for the uh, Supermasters guys in 2019 as well. But, David, we got some previous winners in the field, uh, two of them, of course, two of the best drivers in Masters racing early. One best in Masters, both were good pros back in the days as well. Ryan Kinnear and Joey Wimzek come into play. I think that's pretty cool to see them involved. Yeah, Ryan Kinnear won in 2017 in the, uh, the S4 division when we were last at the Westgate, the Las Vegas Convention Center area yeah. or parking lot there. Uh, Joey Wimsett, a new name to Masters category. This is going to be his debut in the Masters division. Uh, again, won in the S1 division back in 2014. That was the same year he won $20,000 because he he got, the I believe, the $10 bonus for, for a Pro Tour driver to win at the Super Nationals. Won the championship same weekend because, again, Super Nats counted as a Pro Tour That's race. It. So yep. it was a $20,000 win. 
Uh, I just wrote in the, in the preview that will be going up tomorrow. He's been top 10 in seven of the last eight super nationals in the pro shifter category. So yeah. you take that type of talent into the master shifter. It's very similar to what we saw when Jordan Musser moved over. Very similar to what we saw when Ryan Kinnear moved over. Agreed, man. Like you look again, I've got, I've got David's notes here in the entry list and you just look at the results first, fourth, fifth, and so many top tens for Joey Wimsett. He'll be definitely one to dive in. But David, the cool thing about this particular uh, category is, is that we have had some drivers who have been superstars for a long time, right? Uh, let's let's talk about the guy that that comes in having won another Supercarts USA Pro Tour Points Championship in the Master Shifter class. Jordan Musser, right? He's definitely a guy that that everybody's going to be chasing when we get on the racetrack on Wednesday. Yeah, he's got the podiums at the Super Nationals to match that. He's gotten four podiums in, or yes, four podiums in the last four Super Nationals. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the one race he has not won yet. So that's that's the elephant in the room when you're talking about the Master Shifter category. It's the monkey on his back. He's trying to get it off. He won at Rock Vegas. It's actually him and Ryan Kinnear. So Musser won uh, the first year in 20. I'm trying to date back here. 2018, Kinnear won in 2019 and 2020, and then Musser won recently just this past October. Yeah, so that's that, that head-to-head battle, and, and there's a lot more to come. Just looking at the Pro Tour, uh, Scott Sketchy Barnes from Bermuda, who will be joining us here momentarily, number two plate, Anthony Stifler finishing in third in the championship. Uh, he's in the in the the grid as well. Three different drivers, David, though, from outside the United States and seven different uh, countries uh, represented in the field. Yeah, so it's a good mixture of, of different drivers. And it's good to see some international again into the Masters shifter category. It's something we saw, you know, when, when G1 had the numbers of 60 drivers, uh, when we saw a lot of when it was back with ICC, when drivers were yeah. coming from Europe and 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 down uh, other countries as well, too. So uh, it's a good mixture. Uh, but again, you kind of look at it, you know, Barnes and is, is he's kind of that in between of everybody else. He's, he's, he's going to be right there with, with, with the Musser, the Kinnear and, and the Wimset. you know, it's a matter of if he's going to be able to battle with them. Uh, and there's some other drivers as well, too, that could possibly be in there too. As yeah. We'll well. talk about that. One of the things we're going to do here, folks, during the show, if you didn't watch last night is, is after we talked to, to Scott uh, Barnes a little bit, David and I are going to throw out our top five predictions. Then while we're doing our predictions, we can look at the spreadsheet as well, throw out a couple other names that we think are going to be in the fight as opposed to doing it right now. So let's get started. Scott Skitchy Barnes waiting in Bermuda to come on to the show here. Let's bring him in. Scott, how are you, my friend? Good to have you. Doing good, guys. How are you doing? I'm good. We're good. Hey, listen, Supernats is one of those races you love. It's normally on your birthday weekend, too. That's the crazy thing. It's not happening this year. Um, but you get a chance to come back. You've had some highs and lows throughout the season. You've done some, had some big races, able to win some stuff. Uh, again, back at the rock, you're back at Rock Island once again, doing a bunch of races there. How big is the Supernats? And all the races that you do, is the Supernats the big one? Of course. I mean, when you talk about karting in the USA, Supernats is the Super Bowl, right? That's the biggest race of the year for karting in the USA. So it's, it's always a race that I try to put on my schedule. Um, it doesn't always happen, but it's a race that, you know, everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to do good there. So it's, if I could fit it in, it's a race that I want to race. And last year, if I'm not mistaken, you were right in the middle of battling to be on the podium. I think you finished sixth, but you, you gave it a valiant effort in the last couple of laps there, uh, not getting on the podium. How much did that sting back again, 2019, I say last year, but 2019, how much did that sting and how much has it been eating away at you over the last 24 months? 
<laughs> a lot actually. So I had I raced Supernats in 2019, which is the last time we raced. I hadn't raced Supernats since 2015. So I had a four year break from, you know, the biggest race of the year. Mm -hmm. um, went there. I, it was the first time I had competed in the Scusa Pro Tour full time, won the championship that year. Um, no, sorry, that was next year. So anyway, go to Supernats, not being there in four years and come down to five laps to go and I find myself battling for a podium. And I'm like, you know, this is great. <laughs> Finished the race six. I think one more lap, we would have had a podium. We were right there at the end with, yeah. you know, Kinnear and, and the top, you know, two to th two to five guys. You know, Hamilton just walked away. He was so fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of it, you know, I was happy with being able to compete with these top five drivers in, in that class. Um, but definitely disappointed that it couldn't finish it on the podium. Um, so I was hungry to go back there last year and, and try to put it on the podium. And then COVID shut everything down. Um, so this year I'm definitely, you know, chomping at the bit to try to see if we can get a podium finish. How, how was it that you learned about the super nationals being from Bermuda? I mean, it's not like, you know, they're, they're advertising the race over there. How did you learn about it? No. So, I mean, obviously I come from Bermuda, 20 square mile Island carding's not huge. Um, I started racing in the U S in I think like Oh five, um, started with the rock Island grand prix, uh, was my first race out there. And kind of got, uh, you know, doing more races. I went road racing for for a lot of years um, in the U.S. And then I think I went to Supernats 06, 05 was my first year. You know, I want to do the best racing out there, right? So Supernats is obviously the best. And once you do Supernats for the first time, you know, you're hooked. You want to do more. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. So, yeah, I think I've done – over the years, I think this is going to be my ninth year racing Supernats. Um, you know, like I said, it's a race that every karting person wants to win, wants to do yeah. well at. Um, so coming from a small island where I only get to do a handful of races each year in the U.S., you know, this is a race that I always try to put into the calendar to, to make it happen. Um, you know, it's, if you're a carter, Scoos of Supernats is, is the race to do. That's the one, right? So tell us about your program. What, uh, who, you, who you're with, what chassis you on, what engine you're running for, for Master Shifter? Um, so for the last two years, I've been with Harden Motorsports. Darren Harden, great guys, great team. Love those guys. We have a good time. Um, this year, I'll be on a TB cart for the first time at Supernats. Um, I ran the TB cart for the first time at uh, Rock Island Grand Prix this year. Felt good. Um, so I feel like that's a chassis that we can do well with last year. I was on a, I think a 10 year old intrepid, um, and was still able to, you know, finish six. So, you know, I've never been able to go to Supernats with, you know, the best equipment, the best motor, uh, the best team. Uh, but I feel like this year, you know, we have, I have a great team. I have a new chassis. We're on the, you know, 175, just like everyone else. So I, I feel like we have a great shot to, um, to, put a podium finish um in there and la last but not least the, i guess the cool thing is is, is with the track being the same layout or whether you know how however close it's going to be once they get there the only difference is going to be the pavement right in, in particular areas is how much is it going to be like the rio but the actual layout itself with the you know the corners the, the first turn a couple of hairpins did that kind of suit you is that something hey i'm going back to the back to a different venue but with the same racetrack i really like the way that track was laid out 
Yeah, definitely. When I saw that it was going to be the same layout, I was kind of excited because, you know, I don't get a lot of seat time. I haven't been in a shifter since Rock Island. Um, I don't get as much seat time as most of these guys do um, coming from the States. So the hardest part about coming to these events is, you know, trying to learn the track um, in a short period of time. So that's something I don't have to do this year because it's pretty much the same layout. Um, That's one less thing I have to worry about. So I was definitely excited to uh, see that the track was the same. Well, that's awesome, Skitchy. We look forward to seeing you. I know we've got dinner planned for one of the evenings. I'm, I'm all lined up for that. Otherwise, man, we'll see you in Las Vegas in, like, what, just like less less than a week, I guess. We'll be on we'll be on track. It's, I forgot it's Wednesday already. We'll be on track <laughs> in a week. We'll see you there. And, man, good luck. Uh, safe travels. We'll see you in Vegas. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, guys, for having me down. I'm, like I said, this is the biggest race of the year, so it's something that – I am uh I'm hungry this year to go out there. Like I said, I I know the masters class. There's probably a dozen guys that are going to be fast. Um, you know, I know I'm not the top runner, quote unquote, but I'm I'm chomping at the bit. I'm excited, and I'm uh I think we got a good shot at a podium this year. Good man. There he is, folks. Scott Sketchy Barnes from Bermuda. Uh, one of the big players, of course, in Bermuda karting as well. The club they have over there. Great people involved there. Let's let Sketchy go. And then, David, uh, we'll line you up. It's time to start doing some predictions. We'll see where everybody slots in. This is our predictions, folks. Five. We're doing the top five. And just to preface this right now, we did it yesterday, too. Don't hate on us. Throw the comments oh, down. I don't care. Oh, bring, it. Throw, bring, bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Come on. Yeah. No, bring it. I love right, I lo- this. This is this is like talking about fantasy football. Bring the, your, bring, bring the it. trash. You're a sports radio, sports TV guy, so you love, love when it. people just thrash it out there, right? I love we can it. Talk about we can talk about the Bears as much as we want. So. Hey, Bears are going to get a W tomorrow. That's all that matters. Should we talk about? Uh, should we talk about? Was it was it Western Michigan? Is that the team we should talk about? Oh, Western won. They won on <laughs> Tuesday. All right, it's no, uh, Northern right. Illinois. So. All right, let's go. Let's. What do you we got? Don't, we what don't do talk do? about that school down south though. All right, no, we don't. I, I know right, somebody's sitting. I know somebody's sitting with Skitchy that loves that school down south, and we don't. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, my predictions. Here what they are you come. Thinking, David? It's wow. It's it's you know you got to go with the young guy. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. what it boils down to. You know, uh, you know I we I mentioned it already. Joey Wimsett, he's got seven podiums or seven top ten finishes in the last eight Super Nationals in the pro division. You're going to bring that kind of talent over into the Masters category. You got to put him as the uh, the top contender. Yeah, he's not been in the seat as much as Musser has been all season long. Okay. I mean, yep. hell, even Ryan Kinnear was in the seat once and beat Musser uh, at the at the Summer Nationals, both races. So, uh, you know, a similar racetrack. Again, they're all good. Like like Skitchy just talked about. Everybody's going to know kind of how the track unfolds, and and including all the top five who were there in 2019. So. So I have uh, I have Joey Wimsett winning over Jordan Musser with Ryan Kinnear in third. I got Skitchy Barnes in fourth, and then Joe Rook in the fifth position. All right, all right, that's, that's solid. Let's uh, let's see where, which way I went with this because I was wondering whether or not I'm like I'm like is Wimsett going to be is he going to be in shape? Has he been laying has he been laying around? That's the question mark. Has he been laying around drinking beer on the couch? I don't know. But you can I do that in master. You can do that no, in master. You, not so in no. pro shifter. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can finish sixth or seventh. <laughs> you can't finish top five. Uh, so here's my deal. I like I like a good story. And Jordan's coming off that win at Rock Vegas, as you had mentioned. Uh, feeling good about things. I'm going to put Jordan Musser adding that one little thing he needed on that resume. Like an almost unparalleled resume in terms of karting. 
in the U.S. All the stuff that he's been able to win, and I, I see him, I see him winning the winning the Super Nationals this year and checking that one off. Ryan Kinnear's gonna be in the fight, and of course, Joey wins it right there. I think Sketchy Barnes gonna come in there and get that podium that he just missed out on last year, and, and I think he could be even quicker depending on how things play out. And I'm with you on Joe Rook as well. I think he's a guy that, uh, as long as Joe can stay out of trouble. Uh, I think he's a podium guy out there right now. I just he makes mistakes here and there. We've seen before. He's he's aggressive, that's for sure. Uh, so we'll see where Joey ends up. But I got him P five. So I got Muster with the win. But we'll see. Yeah, I think I think you know Barnes and and Joe are going to be kind of you know I, I hate to say it, but they're going to be the leaders of the second group. And there's a yeah. number of different drivers that could be in there. Michael Getch, uh, uh, Stifler. We talked about Ben Shermerhorn is another driver. Patrick O'Neill. He's coming Patrick off O'Neill. an injury. But he's yep. super fast in Vegas, you know, so he could be another one that uh, that could be there as well, too. So, so hey, well, listen, um, here's my flashback because you weren't even involved at this point yet. Um, I'm, th- like, I'm literally flashing back to 99, 2000, 2001 because Tommy Contino yeah. is on the grid. Tommy was one of the top drivers in the S2 semi-pro class back in the Promoto Tour days, ran for JM Racing on a Tony Kart. I love seeing Tommy Contino's name back. It just blows me away that – He's coming back. I, he was running again, like I said, S2, the semi-pro shifter. Now he's running the Masters category. He, I don't know how much right racing he's done. Looks like he's with Yesnick, uh, Yesnick Racing. Um, Tommy was a talented driver. There's a lot of talent yeah. there. So I think he'd been doing some, some car racing a bit, I think I heard. Uh, I'd love to see what he's able to do, though, because I think it's uh, I think it'd be impressive. Here's a question Mike Smith is asking about John Crow. Uh, not on the entry list, so yeah. uh, we, we can't include the Crow show. He would have been in the top five, probably, in my prediction. Me too. Uh, but we don't have him on the entry list. So if he's not on the entry list, we can't really talk about him. If he's going to show it. up as a walk-up entry, he could he could blow up both our top fives. He could definitely do that. 100% he could do that. But that's uh, that's the look. We've got a couple of different winners lining up for that. I like that. I like when we're not quite exactly the same. That's good. Although David David normally kicks my ass on these things. I do, but anyway, you're, so. you're catching up. That's good because if we had the same <laughs> top five, it, it helps you not lose any points when, uh, when we factor wow. out. <laughs> We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Toady Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. We don't just drive trucks because they're dependable workhorses that let us tackle icy roads all winter and tow a boat 
on the summer weekends. We also drive trucks because they're fun. And the Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek is a truck tire made with fun in mind. Like any Cooper tire, the Rugged Trek is designed to do everything you need it to do. It's got stone blockades to protect your tires off-road and whisper grooves for smooth, quiet street driving. But with its in-your-face design, like the dual sidewalls that let you choose between two aggressive looks, the Cooper Discoverer Rugged Trek is also a tire that shows off your truck's wild side. It's the tire that's off-road party on the outside and dependable all-purpose Cooper design on the inside. Learn more at coopertire.com. Go with the Coopers. CKR is all about quality, and CKR USA is where you can get your hands on these winning chassis in the United States. It's the CKR Barracuda 32mm shifter car chassis, the 100cc focused Stingray. These are two popular models contributing to the success of this thriving brand. And CKR USA is where you'll find carts, parts, and everything you need to go racing. Delivering the latest innovation in kart racing technology, CKR carries its own distinctive frame design. Made from hand-selected material, CKR kart chassis combine the highest grade tubing and hardware, ensuring first-rate standards of production. CKR USA has a large footprint in the U.S. karting market and continues to grow rapidly throughout the country. Fully homologated chassis have been proven by top-notch performances from coast to coast in North America. CKR has stood on top of the podium in Supercarts USA and F-Series competition, as well as kart clubs around the country. The podiums and championships will continue to pile up in 2021. CKR USA is now in its sixth year of business, and we're adding new authorized dealers and support centers for the chassis line. Visit ckr-usa.com or call 208-384-KART and go CKR Blue. That's true. I guess that's 100% true. All right, let's move to the next category, David. Let's talk a little bit here about the X30 Masters class. 39 entries in total. And if I just give you some of the winner names um, from the start, this guy's actually joining us from Australia, which is he's not able to be here. But this guy's, again, is part of the list of the all-time winners at four different victories, a winner in 14, 15, 18, and 19. Two on-track wins as well that that uh, eventually got lost in tech. I'm talking about Kip Foster, of course, uh, one of the legends of the Supercarts USA Supernationals. He's going to join us here in a little bit. Renato Jader david a winner in 2016. You go further back to guys like Jim Russell Jr. Uh, Three-time winner, Leonardo Nienkater from Brazil. Billy Cleveland, a couple of wins, David. Jerry Henderson, the late Jerry Henderson, the late great Jerry Henderson back in 2007. Travis Irving was able to win in 2006 uh, as well. Uh, John Crow, the Crow Show won, and Michael Brooks actually was the first winner of the tag category back in 2003 and 2004 yeah. on it, I believe, for Champion Racing on an Intrepid. Michael correct, Brooks. correct. And there were some different engines back then. Guys were on Sonics. I want was it? Well, it was went, it Travis was on the the Beeland. I want to say he was on a Beeland because that was the the engine that had to be the most weight, and he was a little bit heavy at that time. Four stroke, <laughs> two cylinder. Yeah. Was it was a, it was a unique sound. Jerry Henderson won I, on the Beeland as well too. Yeah. I think Crow was on a Rotax mid possibly that year, or either that or a Leopard, one or the other. But uh, yeah, might, that was yeah, the it interesting. It might be pronounced Beeland actually. Beeland. I thought it was Beeland. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it All out. Right. 
anyway, anyways, yeah. So that was back. that was a fun that was a fun <laughs> part of that category back then. So it was uh, always even. I think Cleveland was on the uh, Matori Seven when he won yeah, both his exactly races. that. Exactly that. That, that engine was a monster. <laughs> it was a monster. It was 100% a monster. Um, as we did before, we'll do this every time. Guys are leading or, or we're topping the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. Obviously, guys, we're going to watch, right, throughout these deals. Uh, Mario Barrios ended up winning the championship. Jess Peterson in second. And Glauber Granero was in third. I think Barrios is definitely a guy to watch. Peterson's a no-show. Um, probably taking care. Is he, is he? Have you heard anything about it? I don't see him on my list. So No, no, enjoy- both people. And and, uh, and Glover are not going to be in the field uh, at the Super Nationals. Peterson, obviously, a new father, uh, focusing his attention at home uh, with being a new dad. And I believe Glover was a, uh, Glover. a, a late Glover. scratch. Glover, Glover. was a, uh, a late scratch. We just I just received that uh, oh, this week. Oh, copy that. There you go. David with some in, in, input there. Uh, David, more notes you've got here. Eight countries represented, seven drivers from outside the USA. Yep. And then I miscounted. We actually have three former class winners because I forgot about Irving. I had him listed, but I forgot he was yeah. he's in the entry list. He's on there. He's racing with uh, Formula Works in the GFC uh, chassis. And then two other former Super Nationals winners that we'll talk about in a little bit. And then again, we have Barrios, the current uh, Pro Tour champion. And then the other former Pro Tour champion is 27 and 2016 uh, X30 Master Champion. Derek Wang is in the Derek field Wang. as well, too. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, well, listen before we before we j- jump into our predictions, and then kind of go through other other guys that are in here. Let's bring in Kip Foster joining us from Australia right now. I love the fact he's taking some time out for us. Kip, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. One of our legends in the in, uh, in the sport, not only in Australia but here at the Supernats as well with four wins. Thanks for taking the time. Hi, Rob. How are you, David? How you going, guys? Nice to be with you. Uh, so, we are uh, great. We're prepping to go to the race, and we would we would rather see a whole contingent of Australians there because that's, you know, you guys always add a, a very cool atmosphere, not only just the, the, the paddock itself, but also on the racetrack. You guys are, are a hell of a race car drivers. What, how hard is it not to be here right now with this race coming oh, back? It's, un, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I still say to my family, you know, like two weeks out, uh, I'm going to try and get on a plane somehow, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just reality. Unfortunately, um, you know, our government, just has a travel ban, particularly where we live on the West Coast. And uh, so I could probably get there, but uh, I wouldn't be able to come home, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd actually love that. I love the USA, but uh, <laughs> I think my family wouldn't be too happy about that. So, uh, you, you so unfortunately, pretty, another 12 months. Yeah, you also have a pretty good team down there. Your, your, your KF brand, you got your own cart down there. You got your own team. You got a lot of success yourself uh, back in Australia as well, correct? Yeah, no, it's going well. Um, we, we made a shift um, at the beginning of the pandemic to, um, to Birrell Art. Uh, we've got uh, an association with them now, so we're going really good with, uh, uh, with Ronnie Sala and, and, and their setup and Michael Patrizzi here, who imports a cart here in yep. Australia. And, um, and the teams are growing. Um, the carts are going well. I'd like to get the product into the USA, and I would have loved to have been there this year, you know, to race it and to, and to promote it. But um, we'll just have to wait. So, to wait, you know, Kip, we, we have a lot of talk about how during COVID, we were kind of worried that maybe the sport, you know, the industry would have struggled a little bit. But but we've seen this really resurgence of, I think, people being locked in for four months kind of thing, saying, man, I miss the sport. And they came out and we had record numbers of sales, chassis sales, people racing everywhere, big numbers. It's really, I think people just realized that they missed the sport itself. They decided to dive back in. 
are you feeling any of that kind of same thing down in Australia? How is the sport and the health of it, at least where you're racing? Well, on, on, on the West Coast, it's been going amazing. You know, as, as I was saying, it's um, for some reason, it's just because, as you say, we're locked in to some degree. Yeah. We're not locked down, but we're locked in. And, uh, and so people wanted to get out and have fun, enjoy it, and, and, and uh, use, use what they had in the shed and, and get it out there and, and enjoy and um, and they couldn't go travelling. They couldn't go spending money on um, on other yeah. things. So the sport was really strong. Um, a little bit of obviously in Sydney and Melbourne where we had some, uh, you know, outbreaks in the COVID that they yeah. did have to shut down for quite a while. So they had been a little bit slow to recover. But um, as a rule, it's karting's okay. It's fine. It's going good. Awesome. And I think it'll be a big year next year. So let's talk about the Super Nationals. Um, we asked this to Scott Barnes. What what was it that brought you to your first supernatural? Did you were you watching them? listening online? Was there something that happened? You said, "Hey, no, no. I got to get to no, that." No. Like, what was it? No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I've um, what happened was I think maybe back in '07, um, I was I brought the family over to the US for a holiday. Looked around. I was just happened to be in Vegas. You know, we spent maybe three or four days there. You know, I mean, I had young kids, so you yeah. know, we're just just looking. You know. And there just happened to be a go-kart race out of town. You know, I thought, now, yeah, we're going to have a look at this. You know, didn't expect it to be anything special. Uh, so I caught a cab out there. It was actually Sand Boyd Stadium. Sand yep. Stadium, yep, yep. Went out there, and I don't know what hit me, man. You know, I thought, <laughs> geez, what's going on here? Um, Europeans there, the lot. Um, I just, you know, I spent hours there to Sent the family home, sent them off in the in the cab, and I just came there. So well, that, uh, I was saying that's yeah. a good one to go to because I think if I recall, that's the year that Artigo came and a couple yes. other the top shifter drivers came and yeah. raced that year. Yeah, yep. I, I spent I spent quite a bit of time with Foray um, yep. in in the in the pit. Um, I'm just trying to remember what chassis he was on back then. Um, oh, might have been. Um, was he a Marinello back then? Yeah. Marinello. Might have been Marinella. Yeah. Yeah, he was struggling with that thing a bit, I'll be honest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he went bald like me. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, so good, listen, good you know, all, all the stuff that you've done in your career, obviously, you know, we've, we've seen you for, for many years, as you said. How, how do those four wins stack up for you? Um, well, how, you know, let's talk about the first win and then the fourth win. Well, I – I just saw, I, I very rarely show my trophy collection, but I've got it behind me. That's the whole trophy yeah. collection. That is, that is all my trophies. Um, you know, over all the years, shifting houses and this and that, you just throw out all of the stuff, you know. And, and yeah. there were some Australian championship trophies that we, we knocked over when we moved and Dad just chucked them in the bin. And I went, <laughs> what are you doing, you know? But I'll be honest, up there behind me, it's got the four Supernats wins. Um, I mean, obviously those two big uh, chrome ones on the side, which where we sort of tried to get them home in a suitcase, and they got belted <laughs> to bits. <laughs> um, but um, but look at oh, where is it? Look look at that twenty three. Uh, That's a great that, one. Oh, what? Going to get that it. There, I love it. Yeah, that there is amazing. Right? I mean, that is. I just don't think that we'll ever get rid of that thing. That yeah. thing is just Shout is out. a keeper. You Shout know? out to Chris Ortenberger for the design of that one. That's brilliant, super, absolutely super brilliant. Cool. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it has a special heart, special place in my heart, the Supernats, and uh, I'll keep coming back if we can. 
Sorry, well, you, listen, when, when you're watching on Super Sunday on Facebook, I'll let you know that uh, he's 47 years of age, but David Foray is actually racing KZ this year. Oh, He's coming man. to race, <laughs> which, which I think is <laughs> wow. awesome. That's wow. amazing for sure. Yeah. So listen, yeah. I, I guess my question would be this. Uh, the minute the, the border opens up, are you coming back? Are we going to see you next year, hopefully? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would 100% be there for the Supernats. I mean, I'd love right. to be there for a couple of other races and try and promote the product, you know, yep. so um, – yeah. So if we can get a, a distributor over there, then I'll come over there and put a face there and 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 help the boys. And of course, I'd jump in a cart and and race it because uh, <laughs> life's too short to be sitting on the fence, you know. That's so it. Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, Kip, thank you so much, man. We'd love I'd love to be able to be talking about you on the racetrack, doing one of those storming runs up to the front like you've done before, or just dominating. We've seen that before too, where you won all three heat races. Uh, we'd love to have you back. You're one of the characters we love having at the racetrack, and we love the passion that you show. And yeah, the KF brand has obviously been strong for you guys down in Australia. And it'd be a cool brand to see up here as well. So all the best with that. Love it. Thank you, good boys. Good on you. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks. Tip Foster, folks. One of the four-time race winners, David. How long did we wait? It was Connor De Felipe had that those four wins for so many years, and nobody got close to him. And all of a sudden, in comes Foster. In comes Musgrave, right? Yep. Now we have three. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. Uh, all right. So we're talking uh, we're talking X30 Masters right now, a class that we we really love watching. And, and normally was for the how many years, David? Was it the very first class that sold out? Like literally in one day. It was. It was right. one of the first categories to sell out. And even at least for the 44. And then they expanded it to be 88. And then so we had, you know, 60 to 70 guys. Yeah. This year it's yeah. a little bit down. But again, we had a lot of international drivers in this category. So that's that's part of the uh, the number issues there. But um, other than that, you know, the, the competition level is still going to be fierce uh, this year. Probably anywhere between 15 and 20 drivers within uh, – having opportunity to be on the podium. That's what I've got here. I, I've, I've highlighted some guys on my side of the, on the spreadsheet. I'm like, man, there's, there's a good, probably 15. Um, let's, what do you got, David? Who, who you think, who's taking home the big money? Who's taking home the, the big trophy? Uh, we want to go to prediction predictions. It you. is here we go. <laughs> wow. Well, All right. you know, again, I'm keeping with the youth movement in the master's yeah. category. Uh, you know, this guy came out, and 2017 as a master driver said he'd never do it finally did it for those hold on for those of you listening on the podcast it's matt johnson Dave i haven't George. said his name yet i was building up rob it's called well, a build-up but that wasn't all right i'll give you that didn't feel good i was building right. up <laughs> goodness gracious go you know you know see i i know understand how the television program works anyway 2017 came out and finally finally came over to the dark side and the old guy class and finished fourth and you could see he really wanted to get that victory had a dnf the next year and then came back in 2019 and got a runner-up finish but i really think matt johnson is the cream of the crop when you look at this field he has the the skills the the just the 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 brain power to be able to put himself in position to win uh you know foster was just on nearly unbeatable last year and i think with Foster out, you got to look back to yeah. to who finished a second to him last or two th- two years ago, and it's going to be Matt Johnson. Um, we were going to have this guy on uh, on the broadcast tonight. Unfortunately, he had some prior commitments he had to attend to. Uh, I have Scott Cop, the two time USPKS yeah. Pro Tour or USPKS X30 Master Champion, finishing in second last year. Had an issue with getting to one of the heat races late. Actually, missed a heat race. Uh, 
because they moved the times around and he was going by the schedule and they actually took off without him. So he missed a heat race, had to build back from that. And that pretty much took him out of contention, especially when you had, you know, two different uh, or the field over 44. So he had to get through the heat races, get through the last chance qualifier in order to make the main event. So uh, I see him. He was one of the quickest drivers two years ago. I see him as obviously a a top notch X3 master driver. So I have him second. One of the great stories we have in the Super Nationals, Bonner Moulton, uh, making his 24th start at the Super Nationals. So he's been to every single Super National. This is going to be his first year in the X30 Master Division. Uh, I don't think you can, he, you can't take away the talent he has. Even though he is one of, probably one of the older drivers in the field, he has the talent to be able to compete. And yes, he's going from shifter to, to, to single speed, but he's been coaching these single speed drivers for a long time, including Hannah Greenmeyer. Uh, he's going to be right there. I got Renato Yadar David in the fourth position. He was the winner in 2016. He's fast no matter where he goes, both be it USA or in Europe. I have him finishing in fourth. And then I have our pro tour champion with Mario Barrios in the fifth position. Woo! Good overview, David. A lot of insight there. I like that. No, it's uh, when mine throw up there, we're going to see obviously that uh, you and I have kind of the same feeling on it. It's weird because um, it is. Know, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But I didn't like that. You look, your, yours almost matched mine. Well, yeah, we, we look and you look at the past results, right guys, what have they done at the Supernats? Have yes. they struggled? Yes. Has, have they, have they made mistakes here and there where they, where they fall and bring mine up here and we'll have, we'll have a look at my thoughts on the top five. I I'm with you on Matt Johnson. Um, I like the idea of the youth movement. There's a guy that, uh, I don't know how old Matt is right now. What? 33, 34, maybe David, you think well, he's got to be at least 35 because, uh, yeah. 2017, he had to have been 30. So, okay. All right. So there you go. So 35 and be 36, uh, but just a fiery competitor. This is a guy that you could throw back into a senior race anywhere. And you'd right. expect he could be in the top 10, right. With, with the right role. Uh, I, I struggle badly. not picking Renato genre David anytime he rolls around the racetrack because he's just so good. Flat dominated the, uh, the, um, the, the winter series, uh, back in uh, January and February. He's just that good. Uh, so that's so, wow. Confirmation. 42? So Matt Johnson is 42. Wow. Now Mike Smith is saying he's 41. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Hey, listen, if he's 42. He's a badass 42. Wait, he's in his matter. 40s. Yeah. Yeah. So here's one that I'm throwing out here is Danilo Ramalho uh, for Kevin Monteith's Racing Edge Motorsports. They ran the uh, the first weekend, uh, the, the Winter Nationals at NOLA, and he was bad fast. Uh, but then they weren't able to get back across the border. There was some BS that was going on so that Danilo wasn't able to come back out. I think he's going to be a guy that we need to watch. He could be my little sleeper here that kind of shakes things up. And then I went for a couple of veterans as well. I went to Derek Wang. Now, Derek has not had the best results at the Super Nationals. He was 13th back in 2019, 17th in 2017, but he was on the podium in third in 2016. So if he, I think if he gets rolling and gets things going, he should be okay. And then I'm with you on Bonner Moulton. To have him here again, you, I look back at the photos that I have from the very first Supernationals in 2000, I mean, 1997, and Bonner Moulton was on the podium of the pro shifter category in 1997. Here we are 25 years later to ascent, right? Because the 24th race we missed last year. Um, I, and I'll say this, Bonner kept running shifter carts, which are a little bit tougher. Uh, and that's harder on his body, you know. And by the end of Super by Super Sunday, he you know he was getting worn out a bit. He even told us that. 
I think this will be a little bit easier ride for him in the Masters category. I think he'll be good to go to cru cruise through. I like I like Bolton being fifth, but I, I don't disagree with you that he could be higher up in the order as well. I think if he gets comfortable and 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 he's a veteran who can stay out of trouble, won't make the mistake. He's not going to make that dumb move that hurts him, and that could be the big thing for him that puts him even higher than P five where I've got him locked down. Yeah, you know, I I thought about Wang. Obviously, he's he's good. He's almost like a Renato Jader David. Anywhere yeah, he goes, yeah. he's fast. But he hasn't gotten the Super Nationals results. And you mentioned his past results, so that's why I kept him out of the top five. Uh, I think Irving could be a possibility too. Again, he's he's gotten seat time under his belt this year, yep. so he could be a possible. Martin Pierce, uh, a former Rock Island Grand Prix winner, former yeah, road, yeah. a former Road Tax uh, Grand Finals winner as well too. Yep. Uh, Martin Pierce could be in there. I know I looked at Romalo as well too. He was another one that I kept off the top five, and I thought about moving him up in there. Uh, so he is a possibility. Billy uh, Cleveland. Billy Cleveland, everybody, yeah, people were asking, <laughs> asking about him. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think he's gotten to that age now where he's, he's going to be top 10. I think he's going to yeah. be top 10 for sure. I don't know if he's going to be on the podium or not. Uh, another Ian, one Kunchez, would be like Ian a, Kunchez is another possibility. Yeah. He's past that challenge in America's. And maybe, um, maybe Ari like a Miguel Mir. Miguel Mir, Ariel Castro, uh, yeah, Carlos Ariel Castro. Calderon, you know, Carlos Calderon. Hey, listen, uh, Carlos was has been super fast there before. Yeah. So if Carlos again gets that gets up front and stays out of trouble, Carlos could 100 be top five. And then one one I question think. everybody's asking Scott Roberts. Scott Roberts is not racing uh, Super Nationals as far as we know. He's not on the entry list. He told yeah. me he was doing Rock Vegas for sure. I'm not sure if he's doing Super Nationals. All right. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Cartsport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Cart Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, cart service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain, Talon Sprockets, SKF Bearings, and Prisma Tire Gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at cartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. Cartsport North America, top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. Two thousand nineteen marked a new era for the Cartlift brand, the company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since two thousand three, one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry, was purchased by Ted Thatching and his business Stockholm Karting Center in October of two thousand nineteen. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Cartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past twenty five years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. 
If you race alone or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper, push the button, and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country, or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Well, there you go. Good uh, good update there for David. So there's our lineup uh, that we're thinking for X30 Masters. David, let's jump into KA100 Senior. This category brought to you by the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati and the MCC Carplex. 92 entries. Uh, and, of course, this is a, is a class that really, uh, as you, most of you know, just coming out back in 2018, Stephen Barros was able to get the win there and a cart he picked up, like, off of YouTube or I mean, off of uh, like Facebook or something, just bought a cart. Uh, but Polly Massimino was, ended up getting the victory in 2019. Big win for Polly. Uh, I think he'll be one to watch for sure. But then again, David, we look at the guys in the, in the Supercarts USA Pro Tour points. You look at a Cole Morgan, P1, Chase Park, and Nolan Allison. Three drivers for sure that we could be talking about come Super Sunday. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. I mean, a lot again, 92 drivers in the field. It's just it's phenomenal the, the numbers we're getting in this category. And it's something we saw when it was introduced in 2018. It was, again, one of the first categories to sell out. So, uh, this class is going to be probably one that's going to be uh, big from from now to to the future. And and again, look looking at the numbers, six Pro Tour champions that are in this field. And again, not in this category just alone, but other categories that they've been in. Thirteen only thirteen drivers competed in this category are racing in uh, that competed in twenty nineteen are racing this year. Twenty wow. drivers raced in the junior category in twenty nineteen, so they've moved up. So. A lot. This this category has a is very diverse. A lot of different drivers, old drivers, 
not, or I shouldn't say old, I should say older veteran, <laughs> veteran, yeah. veteran yeah. drivers. We'll talk to one of that. That's pretty much a veteran driver now. Yeah. Uh, and then some, you know, again, some young drivers and, and international drivers. We have um, nine countries represented from nine drivers outside the USA. So it does have a little bit of international flavor as well, too. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing lineup for sure. And again, you, you keep scrolling down for me. One thing I'll say before we bring on our first guest is this 92 drivers just making the main is going to be huge, right? This is one of the things like, I made the main. You yeah. think about think about the quality of drivers that we're going to have in the last chance qualifier, right? <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be unreal because again, be this a, is the it first be on its own. This is the first time this category has had the LCQ. Yeah. So I think this LCQ is going to be kind of like those old uh, LCQs we used to see at X30 Senior where we actually saw people fight and get kicked out. That's it. I don't think you're wrong. I, I, don't I hope we don't yeah. see fighting. I hope we don't see fighting, but it's going to be that, that you know, knuckles up, elbows out type type mentality. All right, David, who do you want to bring in first? I think we go with the, with the, uh, the, the most recent winner of the event. Yeah, I like Wait, it. Which one is that? Let's bring, let's bring in Polly Massimino. Ouch, All right, dude, that was hard. I, I got to I got to He's he's. he's <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about why I'm getting hard on him. But that's okay. all right, Polly Massimino, buddy. Thank you so much I for know. joining us here on this edition of the Edit Lab. Good to have you. How you guys doing? Doing well. We are good. We are excited. We're anytime we do these previews, it gets us fired up a little bit. What about you? How, how you've had a pretty good year. Let's start with that. Let's. Uh, Getting the getting the win at the, the IAMI Grand National as well, dude. You uh, you've had a good year. Yeah, not too bad. Had a good had a lot of good uh, finishes, but haven't really been able to capitalize too many times. Have a few wins this year, but uh, not as many as I like. Let, let's talk about that last Super Nationals. Obviously, that was a bit of a weird deal. The pen, the penalty and the way things moved around. You end up getting the win later on. We had to come back. What? Do you feel like you want some redemption for that? Do you want to just be, make it nice and clean? Is, is that what you're kind of thinking about this year? Yeah, of course. I would definitely like to come back and, <laughs> and cleanly win it. Obviously, I didn't technically win it last year, but I have the trophy. So I would hope hopefully this year we can uh, get it done for real this time. Here's my, here's my question for you. Dave. I'll let you come in in a second, Dave. Um, <laughs> how much different are you as a driver? Like, obviously, I, th- I think that what we've seen out of you over the last two years has been amazing. That year when you won, a lot of people came to me afterwards and were telling me how, how, how you were one of their favorite drivers, really thought you were a fantastic young guy. Over the last two years, you've become one of the top drivers in the sport. How much have you changed since that win back in 2019? Uh, yeah, it actually started when I moved to Doty. I kind of started focusing a little bit more on my actual racing, and I, I stopped kind of fooling around. And, <laughs> and my dad kind of got a little hard on me. He told me, you know, this is – this is, I mean, it costs a lot of money, so you gotta gotta start putting in the time. So uh, with Doty, I kind of started to tune in a little bit more, and then obviously got that win at Supernats, and then uh, this year I've actually taken it to a whole another level. I mean, obviously we haven't won too many races, but we won a few. But ever since I switched to RPM, I've kind of been tuning in a lot more to uh, what we could do to be better. I mean. I'll sit in the trailer for an hour after the day, just looking at data and just going over over every single corner and seeing what I can improve for the next day and how to be better. So I've I've started to focus a lot more on trying to actually win instead of just having fun. Yeah, you you've kind of been mostly at the X thirty category throughout the season, and then you've dipped down and double dipped. uh, You know, running both KA and X thirty. Do you think? 
focusing on the X30 has helped you at all with the KA program or are they two kind of separate entities? Uh, honestly, to be honest, it's probably from just how many laps I have at GoPro. So it, it kind of made it not as, not as difficult to adjust, but, um, for sure X30 has helped me. It, it's, I used to be, I mean, I, I still am a dumb driver, but I'm a little bit smarter now and, uh, it, it helped me bring it back to KA and to focus on not making any mistakes and driving the best I can. And, and honestly, yeah, KA has helped me more in X30 than X30 is with KA. As to say, that's the one thing I've noticed throughout the season is that you're not making mistakes. You were consistently within the top five uh, each each race or each heat race, each final, and then going from round to round. Um, is it? I, I think you've already mentioned it. It's just kind of the development of yourself. Is there is there anything else that you think you can get better at? Whether it be the way you approach your data sessions, is it is it the testing that you do on off weekends, or is it? Is there something during a race weekend where you think you just need to get better at one certain thing? Um, I think I still need to not have as much fun. I'm still having a little bit too much fun. So maybe tone it back just a little bit. But um, obviously, I still like to have fun at the track. So maybe maybe tune that down a little bit. But uh, we actually got some testing done. Uh, we got some testing uh, last weekend. And I, I feel like it went pretty good. So uh the main thing, I don't know. I just feel like got to be paying attention a little bit more, being careful. I mean, it's super nats. A lot of it, a lot of it's luck, but uh, just got to keep the head clean and, and not make any mistakes and just ride through the heats. You feel like you're rolling in with momentum right now. Obviously, that win at the Grand National was big, but compared to where you maybe how you felt coming in to the race in 2019, do you feel you're better prepared, number one? And do you feel like you have some momentum and some confidence for this year's edition? Uh, yeah, for sure. Because in 2019, I, I expected to maybe finish 10th. I didn't expect to be up there with those guys. But, uh, no, I definitely feel like I've, I've matured as a driver and uh, – I definitely don't make as many mistakes as I did lot, or two years ago. So hopefully uh, we uh, bring some heat. I feel like we can. I mean, Perry, all those guys are doing an amazing job getting everything ready. And hopefully we got the speed, the tuning, the driver shows up. Uh, we'll have, I, I think we'll have the motor. So uh, we'll see. Sounds like a pretty good package all around, Paul. And I, I think David and I have no doubt you're going to show up. So we look forward to it, buddy. You always do. Uh, thanks for joining us on this edition of Outlap. We appreciate it. I guess we'll see you in Vegas next week. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Right. That's Paulie Massimino, the 2019 winner. And David, anytime he rolls out, right, you see him on the grid. This is the guy you know can win a race. Which I yeah, like. I, that's what he's become. Yeah, I think he he has that confidence. Like he said, he's eliminating the errors. He's doing that, and he's and yeah. he's focusing more. And and you. You got to have fun. There's no doubt about it. That's why that's why everybody's doing this is to have fun. And, and so you still got to have that. And I like his attitude. He's like, you know what? I just got to focus a little bit more. And I think he's done that throughout the season. I think moving to Ryan Perry Motorsport has kind of helped him do that as well, too. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a lot of talented drivers around him there and yeah. a lot of a lot of good staff to uh, to kind of keep him focused. And and it's good. So, uh, you know, I, I certainly expect him to see uh, him up front, both in K.A. and X30 Senior. So we've got another guy to bring in here because obviously there was like a, there was the winner who took the trophy home and there was a winner on the racetrack in 2019. Let's bring in Brandon Lemke, obviously one of the top uh, KA 100 drivers in the country. Brandon, obviously you saw Paulie there. He's the one that has the trophy at his place. 
what do you what do you recall from 2019? What do you, are, have you have you just got rid of it, or how do you feel about it? Oh man, uh, well, thank you guys for having me. First off, great to have um, you, buddy. Great to have you. Yeah, looking back at that one, I mean, I couldn't really have asked for a better weekend. Really, I mean, I qualified seventh, um, but I made a stupid mistake and and kind of going to the X30 to KA bouncing back and forth. I was uh, different tire, stickier tire in the X30. And I remember in 2019, there was the braking zone was like right at the start finish line. So I was doing that in X30. Um, that's I had it fresh in my mind. I'm like, okay, I got a break here. And then now first lap out with cold tires on the reds. And I tried breaking at that same point. And when it was way too deep, locked up three tires, spun around, bent the axle, went to the barriers. Um, still got two laps, I think, or two or three laps. I missed out on one lap. Um, so qualified seventh. And uh, I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. Like, I still thought I was fast, but uh, yeah, I had to work my way from seventh every single heat. Luckily, they weren't, it wasn't like a like different groups. Um, so, I mean, it was lucky there, but one every heat. And then I went to bed the next the next day or, or that night. I was, I, I couldn't sleep. I was just shaking. I was like so nervous because it's, it's been my dream ever since I was like 14 years old to win the Supernats. And this is my first huge chance. And because I had raced X30 senior before and you know I mean, everybody knows how tough x30 is yeah right so uh yeah i i, I was it's it's still in my head and then I, what it sucks because i it wasn't getting ran over that pushed the bumper and I, I posted on youtube it was uh the corner right after that when you're when you're in the blender you know it's when everybody gets parked up and then i i just tapped somebody they were sideways yeah. tapped them bumper got pushed in um so yeah, it, it sucks. But I then I look back and I'm like, I won. I won that one. <laughs> but, you know, hey, listen, it is what the, it is. That's the truth, though, right? Yeah. In the end, even though you don't take the trophy home, you know that with the pushback, it wasn't your fault. So you you really were able to get the job done. So internally, you can you can take that. It's not easy, is it, really? At all. Well, and we, we saw that at the World Championship this year. You know, Freddie Slater won yeah. on a racetrack, had his pushback bumper and lost, lost the, uh, the world championship. So it's happened on the big stage, both in around the world and at super nationals. So what is that then Brandon is, are, are you extra motivated this year? Like it's, and again, we, we said this to Scott Barnes uh, for maybe a different reason, him not getting a lot of seat time. You obviously go back to a track that, that you won on essentially on the racetrack, just had that one issue having the same track even though we don't know what the pavement's going to be like, is that going to play into your hand as well? Did you, did you feel that that track was something you were really comfortable with? I I did feel comfortable with it. Um, honestly, what makes it easy is, is the Merlin, the 29, the, it's a little bit okay. smaller chassis. I mean, I was able, I felt like I was able to just keep the track a little bit uh, shorter than other people and also get closer to the barriers. I felt, I just felt comfortable on that track. Um, I thought like the braking, I could break a little bit deeper. Think, things that don't make sense. Like, you know, you think all the braking zones would be the same. I feel like I could break deeper, get close to the barriers, everything. And I think that's the part of the reason um, why we were so good that weekend. Um, I mean, screaming those engines over 17,000 RPM down the straight, it was a bit frightening. It was like, it was a grenade right next to my head. But it's like, it, it was cool. I no, I felt I felt comfortable. Um, but then again, we go back, we went to the Westgate a few years before that. And I was horrible. Like, I only raced X30. Um I don't know. I've maybe gotten to the top 10 once or twice. Luckily, somehow. I, but, I don't uh, see you finishing in the top 10 the last, the last three years and next No, three. no, it was, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> um, well, you, but you, you do have a podium from Cadet back in 2012. Yeah, yeah. Vegas is not my oh, yeah. Jamie Siraki just posted that. He said, he said, pretty sure he could have won his first Supernats as well. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so let's let, let's talk about that, Brandon. You've been with the Franklin Motorsports team for for quite some time. You've been kind of that lead guy, right, carrying the flag for Merlin Nation. You've always been a Wolcher guy for a long time as well. Tell mm-hmm. me what that means to be able to be with the Soraki family and with the Wolchers and, and with that Merlin Nation deal because you've you've been the guy that's been carrying that flag and winning a lot of races for them. Yeah, I. Um... First time I raced on a Merlin, I think it was 2011 at the Grand Nationals at Newcastle or for WKA. Yeah. Um, we, it was, it was Comer or Cadet, we call it. It was one of the bigger classes. I started racing all three the next year full time. And uh, yeah, first time ever there. I don't know. I think Saturday or Sunday, I finished second. I was run with the re- lead pack. There was Grant Quinlan, Zane Smith. Um, <laughs> Leo Stoya back in the day, all, all yeah, those guys. And I, I looked up to Grant Quinlan a lot and Emerson Reed. Now Emerson and I are best buds too. So, uh, yeah, running with those guys, it was like, I was, I was very nervous. I was like, can't make a mistake. I'm going to get embarrassed. You know, it's like, you know, like the elementary school, you got to wear the cool shoes with all the cool fit in. Like <laughs> I had to, had to fit in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to fit in. So I was like, just, just, you know, I was, I was comfortable in fifth, but, uh, yeah, so that was fun back then. And then the very next year, Daytona, I ended up uh, winning my first race in KPP Sportsman. So that was good. And then I got another one of Yamaha. Uh, first two trophies I ever are in there. I mean, those I'm keeping. So those, that was fun times. And then had a couple of years where I went to um, an X-Spree with Innovative. Um, they I raced just Route 66 with Scott Kopp and his mm-hmm. dad and his TJ Coyne as well. And then went to Top Cart for a year, or the year before I went to Top Cart. But um, yeah, came back to Franklin, 2018 for Scusa at Summer Nationals, and uh, it's like, yeah, this that was a mistake going to these other cards. I got to stay with Jamie. I was gonna say, is the relationship between you and Jamie kind of like brothers? Is that kind of how the relationship has has developed? I yeah, I, I love that guy. I mean, I have I have. Like I'll have some issues, whether it's not even carding related. I'll call the guy up, like, "Hey, man, what do you think about this?" He's like, "Well, I think you should." I'll just listen to him, like, "Cause you're not old, Jamie, but he's old, way old, a bit older than me. He's got a bit more, you know, advice, and he's his wisdom definitely helps me out with a lot of stuff." So yeah, he's he's like a, a good friend to me. I know it's weird. He's 20 years older than I am, but he's a good friend. So it's yeah, it's but no, he's a great guy. Same with the Walter I family. It. I mean, uh, not only Daniel. But the whole family is just awesome. So, I mean, been with him since 2012 as well. I mean, and, and never look back. So let's talk Supernats. Let's let's uh, wrap this up with that. You know, you're an experienced driver. You won a lot of races, a lot of big national races. You did a little stock car racing as well. But you come to the Supernats this year knowing that you were able to win last year. What We talked to Pauly about that, about it. What level of confidence do you have right now? What kind of momentum are you bringing in? Do you feel really good about your opportunity to roll out and potentially go for a win? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like, you know, the momentum from 2019 is, is definitely there. Okay. Um, I feel like with Walter race, the Walter racing engines, the Franklin car, and then I got Tim Anderson helping out for super nationals this, this weekend, um, or this coming weekend. Uh, I think we have a good shot, but as Tim says to me and Jamie and everybody else, like you can do everything perfectly at super Nats, You still have a 50, 50 shot. I mean, it's, it's never, it's never certain that you're going to win. Agreed. I mean, yeah. just like 2019 with happened there, um, just one little thing, and then I ended up fifth. So, I mean, it, you, you look back at it, it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, no, I think I th- definitely think we have a shot, but um, 
yeah, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm kind of just going there for fun. I um, doing this whole growing growing up thing kind of sucks, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Boston Land trying to build a house now. Having having a trying to start a kind of a business, a little race team there in the summertime with some Good club man. drivers and everything like that. So, um, yeah, we're working a lot now. Not too not too focused on karting anymore, which kind of sucks. But hey, you gotta grow up sometimes. So That's now it. dealing with all these uh, or dealing racing with all these younger guys like Zilich and Massimino and you know everybody, <laughs> all these guys like God, just you know like. It's a challenge, but there's they're good. I mean, it's 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 hard to keep up with them sometimes. So so you're gonna have more fun than Paulie's gonna have. Is that what you're saying in Vegas? I mean, I'm 21 now. I can go in the casinos. I can drink. I can do whatever. I, I like. Hold on. I like how he says he's 21. He's feeling like the old guy. Yeah. And I literally now have to. When I race Masters, I'm racing against the kids I started covering when they were in cadets. Now I have to race against us. You wait, Lemke. It's gonna get even worse. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to wait. I, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. It just happened with my nephew because I told him the Wii came out in like 2011. Uh, he wasn't even born yet. I was like, he's, he's 10 years old now. <laughs> That's it. That's Jeez. it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, listen, man, we wish you the best of luck. We hope you can come back and get right into the middle of the fight. And we really appreciate you joining us here on the Outlap. Hey, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate talking to you guys. Brandon Lemke, David's been fun following him, man. I remember back, uh, I'm thinking, I can't remember what year it was. Promoto tour photo finish between he and David Malukas for the yes. championship. They give it to Malukas in the uh, on the line, but then we look at the video that was on for the TV show, and it was actually Lemke that got the wins. <laughs> we had so, to yeah, I think that was 2015, the year that was he it? won the championship. So. All right. All right. Well, listen. Let's. Uh, it's time to start talking predictions, and then we'll throw some more names out here because there's so many. But let's 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 hit some predictions. Well, we're, we're just past the hour mark. We're actually making pretty good time here right now. We've got yeah. a lot of guys lined up, though, an X30 senior. Um, Hannah Greenmeyer is going to join us. Connor Zilich, Ryan Norberg, some great guests going to join us to talk about this year's Super Nats. But, David, what do you got for K.A. Senior? Here it is. K100 Senior, a guy we're going to talk to in a little bit later. Wow. He, he was just asking, hey, you guys going to talk to me at X30 Senior? I'm like, yes, we're going to talk to you there. But I have him winning the KA100 Senior Division, Connor Zillage. Uh, again, he's won at the Super Nationals before. He won in 2017. Very similar to kind of Pauli Massimino. He didn't win it went out on the racetrack. He won it in the tech barn. Yeah. Uh, but still a victory there. He's won the 2020 uh, FIA Academy Trophy Championship. And then he's been one of the top senior drivers all throughout 2021. Uh, he, so two podiums at the Super Nationals in the last three years there. Finished sixth in the uh, Junior K100 uh, division in 2019. I just think Zillage is going to be the guy to beat in the K100 Senior Division. He uh, he's got the USBKS Championship under his belt already this year. Uh, he's going to be there. Uh, international flavor. Going to throw in the Jamaican. This the yeah. Jamaican sensation Alex Powell. Uh, I have him finishing in the second position. This is going to be our first time seeing him in senior level competition. He's been racing OK Junior. Uh, with Cart Republic uh, over in Europe all season long. So this is going to be our first time seeing him in the senior division. Another senior rookie, Alex Stanfield. I have him finishing in the third position. Stanfield, I think, is actually better in the 100cc division than, in, than what we've seen in the X30 division. But he's going to be doing double duty. But I have him as kind of the wild card in my KA100 top five. And then I have the two drivers we just spoke to with Brandon Lemke finishing in fourth and Pauly Massimino in fifth. Again, kind of like what we talked about with Mini Swift. I think this is going to be 
like we've seen, like we saw in the first year where we had eight different drivers right there battling for yeah. the victory to the bitter end. And it could be anybody's race. And I think Connor Zillage is going to pull it out. I'm feeling like we're going to have that 10 driver pack uh, over the last yeah. couple of laps because, because the minute we're going to see this, I can't remember. I think once it's turned four, the left hand, the, the left hander where Lemke and, and Massimino got together, but then the, the right hander, where as soon as somebody starts going on the block in the last couple of laps, everybody's going to be back in the fight. If so, I recall, that's that's how Lemke pick got back up there because he I was again so. trying to drive his way forward, and we saw yeah. a lot of defensive driving, and uh, and that helped him get back up there. And again, we saw that in the first year as well too. A lot of defensive driving. That's when Stephen Barros was able to uh, to to come out, I think on the coming on the straightaway with the lead. And he's kind of looking around like, like how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring mine up and let's see what I got here. I'm going Massimino. Um, I, again, I've seen what Paulie's had here and some of the momentum that he's had over the end of the season. And as I, I wanted to ask that question, how much he's grown from being able to win that year that he did. And you can hear the focus in his voice where he's kind of putting his head down I'm thinking Pauli Massimino is going to go for the win. I've got Zilich right there with you, and I think it's going to be that great battle. Of course, these guys have been battling it all year long. I, my wild card is Brent Cruz. Um, when I saw him in there, I'm like, this is going to be really interesting. Brent's uh, been been really strong at the Super Nationals before. Uh, obviously, he's been doing a lot of shifter kart racing, does a lot of different stuff. He was able to win in junior in 2019. He won in mini in 2000. Um, and 18. 18. I just see yeah. him potentially being in the fight here. Uh, I think he's going to be good. So I got Brent Cruz in third. Cole Morgan impressed me all year long. He was very, very calm and cool and collected throughout the season going to that championship. That's why I put him P4. And I just, I have trouble going against Brandon Lemke being in the top five or being in the, in the, in the fight anytime, even though he says he's 21 and it could be hung over <laughs> his crap on Super Sunday. Uh, I still have a feeling that uh, I think Brandon's going to be good because he's just this is the kind of race where he's able to excel, I think, David. That's kind of my feeling there. But, yeah, I'm going Massimino. I think he's going to come through, and he's going to get that win that he wants that, uh, that he crosses the line with his hands in the air and gets the gets the photo off as well. Yeah, I like I like that story. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like he said in, in the interview, he wants to win it, you know, for, for sure this time. And as you said, with both hands in the air. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a lot of questions. One question being Blake Nash. He's obviously a contender. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different names again that could have been on on the top five. Um, you know, maybe maybe our top five's a little East Coast biased. I don't know. Is that well, is that listen, a possibility? So for us, like I, I I highlighted a lot of guys, right? So I put Cole Morgan. I I, I want to see what Carson Morgan's going to be able to do. Here's this junior champion coming in to throw his name. Is he going to be a guy that just all of a sudden picks it up and is super comfortable? But David, look, you got guys like Tyler Wettengel. Um, we didn't mention Patrick Woods top before who's be, going to be running for Trevor Wickens prime power team. This guy has won a ton of racing south of the border and north of the border as well. Right. So Al, how about Alexander Kardashian? He always shows up and ends up being super fast at these at, at races like this. I don't, there's guys there, like that, that, that they're going to show. Yeah. There's a chase Jones, Hunter Kelly, um, Nolan Allison, Thomas Anunziata. Yeah. No, yeah Nolan Allison. Urgent I think the, the, the Carson Morgan could be a wild card because if, yeah. If he can take that, I don't know if he's going to be able to take that dominance that he had in junior and take it to senior. We haven't seen that. And we've seen drivers be up there and be able to battle. But again, you know, who knows? We It's, it's going to be a senior debut. So, yeah. And it's at the Super Nationals. I mean, that's that's a really hard thing to do. I, I put Paul in there because he's got that European experience. I think I agree. You, yeah. you, you mix that in. We're talking about like a James Wharton. 
I mean, he came over and won KA 100 junior the first year and then won X30 junior the next year. I think if he would have came back and ran senior, I think he would have been a clear cut favorite in those categories as well, too. So what happens, though, David, when Carson Morgan gets up there? He's going to be super fast, right? We've seen this before. If he starts getting some argy-bargy with some of the senior drivers, they may just say, listen, buddy, <laughs> I'm you're going to the back. Or we're going to move you off the racetrack or whatever it may be, right? It's, it's A lot of the, ju- the, when the juniors come up, they have to cut their teeth, right? Got to earn their keep a little bit. And again, we're going to have the heat groups. Everything, Everybody's going to be split up, so you're going to be able to race everybody once if they're not in your group. So that's yeah. going to be a different mix for everybody, something new for them. Um, so that, you know, guys could be, you know, playing, being cautious and just going for heat race points. Uh, you know, it, there's a lot of different scenarios that could happen in this category. And again, with 92 different drivers, it's really hard to pick five. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. A major milestone for the Challenge of the Americas is coming in 2022. It's the program's 15th season. The Challenge is now one of the longest running programs in North America and will open the new season in January with a three event championship series at a trio of the top karting facilities on the West Coast. The 2022 Challenge of the Americas begins on January 28th to 30th at the Musselman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Arizona. A month later, on February 25th, 26th, and 27th, the Challenge is back in Arizona for the Midway event at the historic Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility in Glendale. The champions of the 2022 program will be decided in wine country at the finale at Sonoma Raceway in Northern California on March 25th to 27th. Champions will be awarded a trip to the Rock Cup Super Final in Italy, while other categories will earn entry to the popular Rock Vegas event at the end of the season. Head over to challengecarding.com for more information on the 2022 Challenge of the Americas. Let's rock. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Cometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top-end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. 
Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. All right, let's jump into X30 Senior and have our little outlap preview here. Rawls Performance Group, the sponsor of the X30 Senior category, 86 entries in total. And let's look at some of the past winners. The most recent victor was actually Zachary Klamadumelo, the Canadian, winning in 2019. We saw Ben Cooper come in for Rawlson and win in, uh, in 2018. Josh Carr was the victor in 2017. That Was that the shortened race, David? Did we shorten that, that race? With no, that was actually the year that Travis Anutu took the checkered flag but was penalized for jumping the start. The shortened race was the shortened race was in the, the Masters class. That's yes, right. and the, that's the one yeah. year that Foster finished second. He was behind uh, Chris Walton, who's from Australia as well, too. Huge last lap pass win for Jake Craig over at the convention center to win in 2016. And Louis Pagano, a very emotional win back in 2015. You can go deeper into some of the tag senior winners as well, because there's just been some great drivers who have been able to win there. Yeah, just some notable, you know, again, 2004 was my first year there. And uh, IndyCar driver Toby Schechter actually won uh, the event that year. Uh, the first ever tag senior winner at the Super Nationals. I know you know who it is, Rob. Do you know? The Freck. The Freck, Chris Freckleton. Yeah, Chris so Freckleton. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got to be in his 40s as well too, right? So he can, yeah, he's like so. the Matt Johnson age group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David Yurka in 2005. Daniel Morad was the first Canadian to win in 2006. Joel Millard in 2007. Uh, Andre Nicastro was probably the more most memorable tag senior victory. That was the year was him big. and David Sarah got together yeah. coming to the start-finish line. Uh, and again, still that one race that Sarah hasn't won. And hopefully next year he'll be like Kip Foster and coming back uh, to the Super Nationals. But um, when you look at the field overall, 16 different countries represented with 36 drivers from outside the United States. Um, six former Super National winners in the field, including three winners in this X30 Tag Senior Division. Uh, 37 different drivers making their first start at the Super Nationals. I have no records of them actually racing ever at the Super Nationals. So nearly half the field making their wow. first Super National start. Um, I have 18 drivers who raced in 2019, uh, 15 drivers who were juniors that are now racing in X30 Senior as well. And we actually have three former world karting champions in the field, along with two current IndyCar drivers in the field. <laughs> I love it. Well, you, you want, to just, want to start by throwing out the IndyCar drivers right now, Joseph Newgarden and Will Power. Yeah, we've uh, we've already kind of covered that on social media, and yeah. uh, they'll be racing under the uh, MPG Motorsports and Wheel Power Cart tent. Uh, we saw both of those drivers at the USPKS finale at GoPro. Uh, Power obviously was right there all weekend long. Certainly had the top ten speed. Uh, New Garden hadn't raced a cart in years, so uh, and then no testing whatsoever. So we'll see kind of the shape that he's in when he gets to Vegas if he's gotten some more uh, laps testing under his belt. So let's talk to a couple of the drivers that we are lined up here. And it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Let's start, guys. Four-time Supercarts USA champion. Let's bring in Ryan Norberg, the reigning USPKS champion as well. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. It's uh, it's good to have you with us. Hi, how's it going? It's going good. We're excited, man. Anytime we dive into these preview podcasts, it gets us all jacked up. 
Uh, how excited are you for this event? Because I'll throw it out there. It's the elephant in the room for this particular conversation. But this is a race like Jordan Musser, who has a fantastic record. You're obviously one of the, you know, on your way to becoming a legend in the sport of American karting based on your resume. You haven't won the Super Nationals yet. What kind of pressure does that put on you? Well, uh, it doesn't put a lot, honestly, because there's a lot of good drivers that haven't won the Super Nats as well. You know, uh, like you guys mentioned, David Sarah is like another like legend in the sport that hasn't won it. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't put any pressure that it normally does. You know, this is a race that everybody wants to win. And so I'm just trying to go in it with a different mindset. Normally I'm, you know, the week before I'm just constantly thinking about the super Nats and just like, what am I going to do? How am I going to attack this? What, you know, looking at the entry list and all the other drivers and this year I'm taking a different approach to it and just kind of, keeping my head straight and not really trying to think about it too much and just enjoy Thanksgiving and then, you know, just go after it. You know, I'm not, I'm just trying to take it easy and not to stress too much about it. I find that interesting because I, I, I take you as being a very methodical guy when it comes to coming in, you know, you, you break things down. I've had, I've had a chance to watch a lot of your YouTube stuff. And if, if anybody hasn't followed Ryan on his YouTube channel, there's a lot of great stuff for young racers coming up in the sport. And you're pretty methodical. You have a, a way you approach things and the way you handle certain situations. You're prepared for situations. Is that, are you kind of relying on yourself saying that, you know, I, I know I'll handle whatever situation comes. You'll just change the mindset going in. Pretty much. And uh, something that like it's, it's Vegas. So like the track is always different, even though it's the same layout as 2019, it's a different surface. So you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I feel like a lot of the time I'm stressing over stuff that I don't know, you know, like I, I'm stressing about a driver and how fast they're going to be. And like, for example, in 2019, I thought, you know, Taylor Barnard was coming over. I was like, wow, this guy's going to be really good. I went out, watched his first session was kind of just stressing over a driver that I saw was doing well in Europe. And then, you know, he just didn't have the speed, which not saying he's not a good driver, but he just didn't have the speed that week. Mm -hmm. And so it was something that was like, all right, well, why did I spend so much time worrying about this particular person and worrying about how I'm going to beat him and when I just need to be focusing on like the task at hand, which is just going out there the first session, learning the racetrack, and then trying to build a setup going into qualifying. That's exactly it. Here's a question about Rawlison Performance Group. And obviously, you know, you joined the team there a number of years ago and you've been kind of their guy up front, you know, winning championships uh, for the Pro Tour. Of course, winning one this year in the USPKS. But you're also kind of the team captain to a certain extent, right? You do a lot of work with the younger drivers. Well, you, you've got some drivers who have stepped things up and you're battling out with whether it's Hannah Greenmeyer or Nate Cicero. How does that feel when, you know, when you're having a race so hard against some of the guys and they beat you in a couple races <laughs> well, how do they have the gall to do that right <laughs> yeah well it's it's different for sure you know it's i think it's a learning curve for everybody on our team because uh, i don't remember a team other than ogp you know back in the day that had a lot of drivers on a team that were just all up front you know a lot of the drivers that we race against are all different teams and so now you've got four or five guys every race that you're you know, you have to go back to your pit stall and you're right next to them. So you really have to like be careful out there. But I think, you know, there's a level of pride that I take in our team and making it, you know, this, making it this, this way that everybody who comes under there is fast. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel like I played a part in that and everybody on the team played a part in that. So that feels really good to see the hard work that we put into the team and see it pay off that, you know, Hayden could come to the team in his first race, he's up to speed and we're, we're competing. And so that, you know, that gives you a level of, of pride, but for sure it's difficult. You know, it's, it's a different way of racing. And I know that I'm, you know, changing my driving style for that. 
uh, because there's times that, you know, I try and play the team game over the personal game and, you know, we all get bit doing that here and there. So yeah, it's difficult, but in the end it's, it's racing and it's the way racing is evolving for me. And so you, you have to adapt and you have to overcome that stuff or you're just going to follow the backpack. You've got the championships on the resume. Obviously, one of the things you have is, is really is experience, right? Because I think a lot of, especially the young kids that come in, especially in the X30 senior level, you know, they've done KA100 junior and X30 junior, and they're full of piss and vinegar, and they think they know what to do. But when <laughs> mid, the middle, when the middle, you get in the middle of that like absolute battleground wow. in X30 senior, especially in the heat races, you make a couple of mistakes in the heat race, and and you're not even going to make the main. And so, yeah, I think that's something that's interesting. I think that that veteran drivers do really well in the heats and the young guns do a lot better in the finals. Um, I was talking to Alex speed about this a few races back, but we were both talking. We're like, dude, I think I'm out thinking my, myself and making myself go slower. Cause I'm sitting here like this guy's going to do this and this, and I, I'm, I'm trying all these different angles and I'm realizing I'm just wasting time and, and overthinking the situation where a lot of these young guys are just going for it. And I think that was something I struggled with in 2020 was I was racing a lot of these guys that were just, the green flag dropped in every single lap they're attacking 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 and that's not really my game my game has always mm-hmm. been wait till about you know 10 laps in and then we start you know picking our way back up and yeah. so that was a big change for me was to kind of tell myself don't think so much just go just when the green flag drops your attack every single lap and you go for it and i think that's changed a lot of the way racing has gone in the past couple of years but yeah, like you said, I think the veteran drivers and the experience that I have helps a lot in the heats because you can you can tame your emotions and you can keep calm and not go for that pass because you know there's you know there's points involved. But when the final drops, I think the the younger drivers normally have the upper hand there because they're just going for it. And if you, leave, if you yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you leave a half heart length open, they're they're going to go for it and they're going to make yeah. you pay for it. So that's definitely something that I'm I'm thinking about and I need to make sure that I I kind of just I mean attack the whole weekend. Oh, I is that all right? Go, Dave. Is that is something? So your first Supernats was 2016, and obviously that year it was racing for a championship. So you probably were in a different type of mentality there. But is that something that you would tell your 2016 per yourself? Uh, is that to not worry about what other people are doing and just kind of focus on yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would. It was a different situation because that was my first ever like national championship of any kind. So I really wanted to like, I wanted to win that really bad okay. um, just because I wanted to put myself on the map. So the whole week was kind of like survive everything, like warm up, qualifying, just survive everything. And so, you know, looking back, I probably would have tell, told myself to go for it a little more, but I won the championship. I did what I had to do. And I, I'm so happy that it's not a part of the championship anymore because mm-hmm. it, it does change how you race. And it puts you definitely at a disadvantage if you're racing for a championship. So yeah, I mean, it's been a, a rough go for me at all the Supernats, and I have speed. I just can't seem to get it done. So hopefully this year we can we can make it work. Well, we'll be hoping for you, Ryan. Thanks for joining us, buddy. We appreciate it. We'll see you trackside on Tuesday. Yeah, of course. Ryan Norberg, folks, uh, one of the absolute best, number one driver in the country, David. Four championships in the Pro Tour. Uh, also, uh, USPKS champion finished, uh, what, eighth in 2019, 25th in 2018, Fifth and set in seventeen and eighth in two thousand sixteen. So there's been top tens there, David, but he's just he's just not that win. He's he's got the podium experience, so that's that again. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he can check that off. Um, again, like he said, he raced for a championship that first year, his first ever super nationals. So that it's a different mentality. So now that that's gone, like he said, he's he's changed his mindset now going into the super nationals, where it's just about him 
And uh, again, he, he has that experience. So you know, we'll see again, is it youth that's going to pay off or is it going to be experience that pays off? Well, Ryan, I remember, I remember Ryan coming in at whatever championship battle who was fighting. They were literally like running 17th and 23rd. They weren't even in the top 10 the, the first year he won the championship. I think the second year, the same thing when it was still. I think it was Jarzakrak, yeah. Yeah, there you go, Jarzakrak. And they just, they were obviously battling for the championship. So our next guest already has a championship locked. She doesn't have to run for the championship anyway. She's been able to get the Pro Tour Championship and X30 Senior. She won at the Spring Nationals, uh, a winner as well, the USPKS and part of the Mazda, uh, Mazda Motorsports Spec MX-5 Shootout finalists. Let's welcome in Hannah Greenmeyer to join us here on the show as well. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, how's it going? It's going really, really good. We're super excited about getting to the Supernats, and I, I know you probably will be as well. Let's take the time on the show here now to congratulate you on that championship. Uh, I'm not sure what's happened in Pro Tour uh, banquet-wise yet with everything that's happened, uh, mm-hmm. but you roll in as a champion. Got to feel pretty good. I know. It's it's a pretty good feeling, not going to lie. So I can't yeah, wait to rep that number one. So, yep. I like it. Has it taken any pressure off getting that first big championship that you wanted to get? Or has it put more pressure on you because you just want to achieve more and more now? Um, I would say a little bit of both. Um, okay. I definitely don't feel that monkey on my back of getting the Pro Tour Championship uh, just because that's been the one that I've wanted for so long. Um, but also maybe a little bit more just because I don't want to be like a, a one-off thing. Um, I want to be like Ryan and go for four or five. So that's ultimately the goal and we'll see how it, it shakes out. But, um, yeah. David's asking about the one, the number one, are you, are you allowed to, are you running the number one plate? We can run the num. We can run our national numbers so or single digit on the front fairing, and then we're the three digit ah, numbers right. on the rest of them. So I'll have a number one. Okay. Well, that, I, so I like having the number one on the front and not on the back, so it's like a full on full target. <laughs> target, right? Now listen. Um, so you you're coming. Well, you're it's coming. not like I don't have a target on my back already. That's very true. That is 100% true. I think we got a little bit of a lag on with, with <laughs> Hannah, so we'll give her some time. Here's a question I have for you. So at Rock Vegas, you ran the shifter, correct? Yep, yep. So so why? Why did you run the shifter just for something different? Um, so for Rock, I've been uh in the shifter category for the past couple of years. Um, I'm just not the biggest fan of the GP and with Bonner Moulton and Mike Beanie being my coaches and them being two of the best shifter car drivers. I wanted to, to learn from them. Uh, and since I've been five years old, that's all I've really wanted to do is like be a shifter car driver. Nice. So um, yeah. And I mean, shifter cart racing is much harder. Um, so it kind of keeps me in shape to be honest. Let's talk about your past Super Nationals experiences. I think you finished 12th back in 2019. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you come in with a much different mindset, right? As we, we talked about it with Pauly Massimino. He was able to get that victory, but it's two years later. We've we've been lucky to watch how much growth you've had over the last two years. How much different do you feel going into this one than you felt back in 2019? Um, I feel less pressure. Um. I don't know. I can say that this past week and a half, I've been so excited. I've never been so excited for a race in my life. So, um, but yeah, 
I'm just going to go and have fun. It's a one-off race. So um, I don't have to, I need to be cautious, but I don't have to be my normal, super calculated while I'm racing um, and try and go for a six round thing. Yeah. Yeah. So very similar to what uh, Ryan said, right? Just be able to go in and kind of just lay it all out there for one race. You're not trying to win a championship. It's all about trying to get P1, uh, which I think is fantastic for you. Now let's talk about this racetrack as well. Um, is it a track that you like? I've asked most of the guys about that. Is, is it a track you feel comfortable on? Um. Yeah. Since it's been the same for 2018 and 2019, um, I feel pretty comfortable with it. Um there's not as many passing zones as I would like. Um, but I mean, in a way it's easier. We don't have, we all don't have to really learn a new track. So, um, it's easier to just start setting up the go-kart and just focusing on the little things that are going to make the biggest difference, um, at the end of the weekend. Recently, uh, you were able to uh, to take part in the Spec MX-5 Mazda shootout, and you also did uh, Lucas Oil School as well. Uh, kind of talk about those two ex- experiences, because we haven't spoken to you since those those two events. Yeah, it was a, a really awesome experience for both of them. Um, Mazda put on a great shootout, um, and I will say that I wish that I would have had some car experience going into that shootout. Um, I just didn't feel like I could really show them who I am when it comes to racing. Um, and then the Lucas oil school was super fun. Um, I've never been a big fan of school, but a racing school is kind of in my, in my realm. So, uh, but yeah, it was cool to be coached by Pippa man and RC Anderson. So, um, yeah. And I think part of that's just going to help me do better in a go-kart so yeah i love it i love it so all right so listen uh, we wish you the best of luck we got a couple more people to chat with congratulations again on uh, on the championship this year obviously a huge weekend at newcastle to get that wrapped up you, you won at the uspks level as well and man you get listen the, the resume looks like it could have a little spot there for, for a number one at the supernats i'm sure that uh, you'd like to put that trophy on the trophy case as well yeah hopefully it's definitely uh i'll be clearing off the of space for it um and hopefully it comes in this year but we got we got some more shots at it too i love it hannah thank you so much for joining us we appreciate it thank you so much for having me guys that's awesome david i'll tell you one thing about hannah which i love is the fact that like back in the the days when it was a danica patrick or a juliana kioviti or a saber cook or an ashley rojero Hannah's that that young lady, that driver, that younger drivers, I don't care if it's a boy or a girl, can look up to and say, man, you know what? She faced adversity. She's like she said, it's not like she's not always been racing with a target on her back, right? She's been in, in the middle of a lot of battles being a young lady in our sport, but she has kind of approached it and, and taken it with such grace and such uh, such focus, too. And to, be, to see her win the championship this year, I just think was huge for American karting on the whole. Yeah, it's it's kind of we've had Ashley Rojero come through and be that that lead female driver. And, yeah. you know, Hannah's kind of looked up to her. They've, they've obviously have talked to one another in multiple, multiple times uh, over the years. And, and so now Hannah's kind of taken that role, uh, certainly with picking up victories and, and the Pro Tour Championship this year. So, uh, again, that's one thing we've, we've talked about with Mazda and other programs is there's a lot of female carters coming up through the ranks right now. There's, you know, from cadet to junior and now in the senior ranks as well, too. So uh, it's, it's, it's great to see in our sport. 
No doubt about it. We've got a great lineup. We've got one more driver to bring in before we jump into the predictions, then go through that list of drivers and kind of pick out some of the names that we think we're going to see up front. Uh, one of the guys who's been so impressive over the last number of years in junior karting and, of course, now kind of getting into car racing as well and into the senior, his year here in senior for the first time, Connor Zilich joining us here on this EKN Outlap. Uh, Connor, thanks for hanging in there. I know that we started talking about 90 minutes ago uh, in the studio, so <laughs> yeah. thanks for coming back. Dude, big, yeah, big no, weekend coming me. up. Ah, I, we love yeah. having you, bud. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, huge weekend. You've had a great yeah. season. You've had some big wins. Yeah. When you no, look at the Super Nationals, so your, first, your first time running against these guys, what are your thoughts coming into the Super Nats? Um, like, like Ryan said, Super Nats is a different animal, so you never really know what you're going to expect coming in. Luckily, I've had pretty good experience. Uh, I've, I've raced it three different years, five different classes for five different races. And I've never finished outside the top six with a win in two second places. So uh, that's better than a lot of people can say they've done at Supernats, which is, is favoring me. But uh, obviously X30 seniors could be way different than anything I've ever done. Cause I mean, I always watch the race. That's the, that's the one race you have to watch every year you go race it. So um, I'm really looking forward to, to getting out there and actually being in, in the race with, with all those guys. I mean, Travis Nudo's coming, Norberg's coming. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of top guys out there that that I'm really looking forward to racing. So hopefully, I can I can come in and, and get a top five. Hopefully, I can win. Obviously, you never really know until until the last lap, last corner. I mean, I've lost two races there in the last corner, yeah. so uh, it's difficult to say. But all I can do is hope. You mentioned the consistency of the results you've had, right? You, like you said, you've had really good performances. You've always been in the fight for the race win or a podium, whatever it may be. What would you attribute that to? Is there, is there something about your style uh, at the Super Nationals, or is it the fact that it's a one-off race and maybe you had a little bit more you – know, you get a lot of experience, right? Is there a calmness you have coming into a race like this that maybe others don't have? Uh, I'm going with luck. I <laughs> Really? I could, I, I could say it's calmness. I could say it's keeping my composure, but – it's Vegas. It's, Isn't that crazy? At the end of the day, it's it's all luck. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, your first supernatural running senior, as you had said. I love when people are chatting in on you. From yeah, you can take you'll, you'll take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Connor, your first year in senior at the supernatural, man. That's uh, like you said. You know, David and I are scrolling in through our spreadsheets. It is an absolutely stacked field. Um, your, I kind of want to get your 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 feeling on. Are you feeling any nerves or is it like a straight up, Hey, I'm just going to roll out there and see where I start. You know what I mean? I'm going, I'm going in with nothing to lose. I mean, if I go out there and win, I, I I'll be happy, obviously. But if I go out there and I finish fifth, then it's whatever. I mean, you can't, you can't go into super nuts with high expectations. It's just, it's just a race where you don't know what's going to happen. And you have to you just have to take in the experience while you're there. Uh, it's definitely the one of the most fun races of the year, without a doubt. I mean, the atmosphere. Obviously, this year it's going to be a little different being at the speedway, but it's it's still a special race, and and that's that's the most fun part about it. I mean, winning obviously adds on to it, but you kind of just have to take what you can get when when you're there. It's funny that you say that because that's a lot of conversations I've had with guys that, that like to try to keep that they don't want to focus too much on the win or whatever it may be, or even what's going to happen in front of them because all it takes is one wreck in the first heat race. And all of a sudden you're, the rest of your weekends changed, right? You're really trying to then change your mindset. I think coming in with a completely open slate and saying, I'll just take whatever comes at me. That's probably the best way to, to approach this kind of a weekend. Yeah. It's, I mean, like Ryan said, you have to drive with a completely different driving style. So 
it's it's different than any other race which which makes makes coming into it a, a different mindset so i mean it's i can go in i mean i'm obviously going to be as calm and and keep keep myself cool throughout the weekend but there's only so much that i can do that's that's in my control so i'm going to do what i can but you never know with with vegas i think that's the best bet david with you uh with you doing both k100 senior and x30 senior do you have any bit of confidence in one or the other or are they just kind of both you know even uh i mean i obviously i always i always like winning an x30 more than k it's kind of like the premier class k has obviously got a few more drivers in it this year but x30 has always always been the, the class that i enjoy winning the most so hopefully i'll be able to uh to pull it out next 30 and and i mean k as well thanks for for mentioning me in in yours david rob <laughs> hopefully i'll be wrong uh yeah, I, don't want, I, don't to, I don't want to be the one to finish second again so yes uh, hopefully I I, I, hopefully i'll prove you wrong that's good i hope you do too go for it man um let, let's give you a chance to talk about your team a little bit connor before we wrap up here and bring our predictions in for uh, x30 senior you got a you got a great crew and i know that in it's interesting even at your young age you're not just the, the you know one of the drivers there but you're also they also lean on you to coach some of the younger drivers as well let's talk about the team a bit first while we wrap things up yeah i've been i've been with nitro kart this year since the beginning of the year and it's really been a new a new uh, experience for me and being able to help all those kids and, and see them pr progress and and seeing their parents like having the parents come up to me and telling me like thank you for your help like this wouldn't have happened without you. It's just like one of the best feelings. So being there and helping, helping those micro and mini cadet kids out is, is it's, it's a feeling of no other. So hopefully uh, at super NAS, I can get one of those kids on the top step. Uh, I've, I've been pretty successful this year with, with Keelan and, and uh, Tristan Murphy, Ashton Moon, they've all done really well this year. And I've, I've really enjoyed helping all of them. And I mean, even the X30, X30 program and KA program, it's, it's pretty behind the scenes because the, the cadet chassis kind of takes over the, the tent. But, I mean, they, they work their butts off to, to get me to the front in the, in, the, in the X30 class and KA class. I mean, it's, it's all around a, a very well-run program by, by Nick Tucker and, and all the people there. So I've really enjoyed my year there. I mean, it's, it's very family community. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to come, out, come back next year and do some one-off races. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do a full season, but... I, I definitely enjoy to, to come back and do some more races next year for sure. That is super cool to hear a kid like you uh, as you, at your age, so young in your career, getting a chance to work with the young kids and really enjoying yeah. it and getting that positive feedback as well. Let's 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 wrap this up and talk about next year. Uh, where are you going to be? Are you, uh, what are you What are you racing for twenty twenty two? MX Five Cup is is certain. I've got some other stuff still still on the verge. Still some contract stuff we need to work through, but it's coming soon. I, I can tell you that uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be, a, it's going to be a really full and exciting year. That's for sure. And Connor, uh, we love just, it, man. That's awesome. I'm super excited for it. That's great. That's fantastic. Listen, I have no doubt that we'll be talking about you throughout the weekend. You'll be in the middle of the fight uh, in both KA 100 and as David obviously has picked you. So uh, yeah. X30 senior yeah. as well. Best of luck, buddy. We'll see you track side on, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. Have a good one. Thanks Connor. David, we've been covering this kid here for a couple of years, man. He is a talent for sure. And I just I love the fact I love hearing him talk about the fact working with the young guys, right? Because I just think to be able to give back the knowledge you have, I just think that's such a cool thing for a kid. He's only 16 years old, right? This is amazing. Yeah, that's that's the interesting part about it, you know, because he's gone from that cadet we saw five, you know, four years ago 
to now a driver coach. You know, know. it's it's a quick turnaround, but but he has just that natural ability, understands racecraft, understands setup. You know, it really just has has that mindset of being able to to teach uh, others. You know, especially the younger kids, because again. Connor Zillage is like an idol to them right now. So they're going to listen. It's like, it's like playing basketball with Michael Jordan or, or Kobe Bryant or, or uh, LeBron James right now. Well, we're almost done here, folks. Just pro shifter to come, but we got to make some, uh, some predictions here for the X30 senior category. David, what do you got? Well, Connor's not going to really like this because I do have him finishing in the third position, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I have to go back. You know what? We talk about redemption. And with redemption, it comes with Lorenzo Travis Anuto uh, having that victory taken away in 2017. And uh, I have him coming back for his first Super National since 2018, where he finished. I got to find it here. Uh, I finished sixth in 2018. Uh, I have him coming back to win it this year. He's done a lot of shifter cart racing this year. Mm -hmm. A lot of KZ2, won the KZ2 World Cup. But um, I think you could jump him right back into the single speed with Peril in USA. Uh, backing him up this this weekend. He's got a lot of coaching. He's done a lot of coaching with a lot of uh, drivers under the Parallel Factory tent. So I think he just has that knowledge and capability to be able to uh, to best the field. And again, being a two-time world champion doesn't hurt as well, too. Uh, I have Hannah Greenmeyer finishing in second Pro Tour champion. I think she, you know, she showed it. She's got the confidence right now of just coming in and be like being able to do it and, and prove everybody that she is one of the top drivers in the country for sure. Uh, and I already mentioned Zillage in the third position. I have another world champion finishing in fourth with Danny Curl. Uh, he is the, I'm going to find out what year it was, a 2017 world champion. So yeah. uh, another, another driver who's been successful finished runner up last year. So finished 11th in the one year that he came. And that was when Cart Republic first debuted. Uh, and he was racing with Cart Republic the same year he won the world championship. So, um, I, you know, that kind of talent with him and him and Lorenzo, I think you just cannot ignore. And then I got Ryan Norberg finishing in fifth. I think this is probably going to be his best super nationals overall. I think he's going to be one of the top contenders all week long. And I think he'll be on the podium again. I'm not, anything could happen. He could come out the victory. Zillage could win it. Hannah Greenmeyer, Danny, any of them could win. Uh, And again, there's a number of different drivers that I could have picked. Uh, to be in the top yeah, five, yeah. but I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, that's with you. that's who I went with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it, you know, as mine rolls up here, uh, you and I have similar thoughts, except for I got this one. I'm going Ryan Norberg. I, I and the way the way he was talking right there made me feel like, yeah, I mean, I made a good pick right there because Ryan, it just you get to that point when you've won the championships, and just it takes a bit of pressure off, I think. And what he said there. He'd love to win this thing, but he's, he's done a lot with his career as it is. He's just a little different mindset coming in. I think Ryan's going to be the man to beat. I think uh, I think some of the chaos behind is going to allow some guys to potentially break away. I'm right there with you with Travis Anuto, and I was toying with the fact that he was going to come back and be able to get that win because it was kind of stolen away from him to a certain extent on a jump start when you're the pole sitter. I don't know how that happens, but um, – yeah, uh, Travis Anuto uh, in second. I've got Connor Zilich P3 as well. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy how you and I are so similar sometimes when uh, we both hate each other so much. Um, <laughs> uh, listen, I went Nate Cicero, P4. You didn't bring Nate up. Uh, I didn't know. That's Yeah, Rawlson Performance Group. He has been so good this year, so impressive. One Rock Vegas. He has had such great momentum, and I just see him – 
I see him stepping up his game in a big way, and there's a lot of confidence. Obviously, was able to win the uh, club factory spa, uh, scholarship to run for Mazda next year as well. So that's kind of a mindset thing for Nate as well. I got him running in the top five P4, and I'm on. I'm with you on Danny Carroll. Every time we've had him over here for Fullerton USA first, and then on the on the Car Republic, as you said, he's been amazing. And I'm a big big fan of what Danny Carroll can do. He's been running the uh, the X30, I believe, all year in in the UK. So. I think he's going to come over here and hit the ground running. They're going to run with Trinity Carding Group. We've seen what they've been able to do for the last couple of uh, days as well. Um, yeah, there's again, there's so many guys we probably could have picked out of this group. But David, for me, uh, those were the five guys. You know, five guys I'm throwing out there to potentially get themselves uh, onto the podium. You know, when they talk about making film in the cutting room floor, there's a lot of drivers on the cutting room floor that we could have yeah, just yeah. easily put in one, put one in yeah. here, put one here, put one there, and it's just like throw these out. Like throw the fact that both the Lupian brothers are back. They were top five guys, yeah. right? When they, they ran the Lupian guys, the brothers are back. Um, who else? We Patrick Woods Toth in this one here as well. We didn't even mention Brandon Jarsacrack for God's sakes. Yeah, you know? I got a text from him. He's he's a little upset. I didn't I didn't call him to uh, join us on the show. But you know, when when the Shing, Shillington slingshots washed up, you know, you don't bring him on the show. But maybe Here's this will drive him. This will maybe drive yeah. him to drive better in Vegas. Yeah, we'll see. You're he, right. did, he did finish fifth last year, so. Or two, right. th- two years ago. So I don't know. I Again, he's one that's on the floor. Marco Mastranzi, who won in uh, previously joining uh, PSL. From the back Royal of the pack. Yeah. yeah. He, he's has, he has the opportunity. Uh, Hayden Jones has done well under the RPG tent of recently. Mm-hmm. Great. A lot of different drivers that we can pick from. Jake Jack, Craig's Jack, coming back. <laughs> Jack Jeffers. Jake Craig. Jack Jeffers for sure. Well, yeah, great you run. mentioned Nate Cicero. Jack Jeffers yeah. was the driver that got passed. Yeah. Uh, at Rock Vegas by Nate Cicero. So he is a, he could be one of the wild cards. Bra- uh, Braden Eves coming back. We've seen him do yeah. really well every time he comes back to, to karting. Uh, we didn't even mention last year's winner, Zachary Clement DeMello. Clement DeMello, I know. So, you know, he's always been a wild card. He's got two podiums in the last three times he's been at the Super Nationals. That Carson and Cole Morgan, both those guys could be, uh, Cole Morgan could definitely be in the fight. Thomas Anunziat has been one of the drivers I've been talking about all year long. Is really impressing me every time he rolls off. How about how about a couple of Californians like Jake Drew or Colby Dubato? Like the shoe Drake, Jake Drew could step up. He'd been running stock cars all year, but anytime he gets in a cart, he's going to be good, right? Yeah. You know, basically know. what it boils down to is our preview for X30 Senior is going to be published on Saturday. I want everybody to go on there and figure out their top five. And if it's yeah. completely different from ours, then then good on you, because I don't know how you can do that uh, with the drivers that we have. Here's the challenge. When we post that thing up on Facebook in the commentary, give us your top five. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. do, we'll, we'll do, we'll print out our full uh, predictions on Monday pre- prior to uh, we us getting to the super nationals. So hopefully even on the previews though, that we publish uh, that we've already published and will be publishing, go ahead, throw your top fives up there. Yeah. We pause for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN radio network. You want the best, you just gotta roll with the best. Streeter Superstands. This is Jeff Wessel from StreeterSuperstands.com. You wouldn't put subpar parts on your racing cart, so why put that cherished ride of yours on anything but karting's number one lifts and stands, Streeter Superstands. Streeter is the original and genuine manufacturer of the second-to-none Bigfoot rolling stands, stackers, uprights, and industry-leading superlift. 
We also manufacture and sell the largest and always growing roster of trailer and shop accessories like tire, engine and jug racks, cabinets, spray can trays, beat breakers, and tons more to outfit any size trailer, team, and budget. Streeter Superstands has over 30 continuous years of experience. Brick Hart racers just like you and know that the Streeter name represents the absolute best in stands, lifts, and accessories for karting enthusiasts worldwide. Durability, affordability, unmatched quality, and customer service, that's what sets us apart from the rest. Check us out now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Roll with the best, StreeterSuperstands.com. Are you ready to step up your game? If so, joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups, and we're focused on developing cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in both IAMI and rock competition. We also have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. Fast fair and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. We'd love to hear it. All right, let's wrap things up here, folks. One more category to talk about. It's Pro Shifter, presented by PSL Karting 51 entries uh again remember this the pro shifter has been different things right in, in the early days uh it was like 125 pro and then, then it turned into formula s1 and then the s1 became super pro for about eight or nine years 2001 to 2009 uh and then we had the kz and the s1 pro shifter class kind of 
you know, blending from 2010 to 2019. It is pro shifter this year. And David, obviously the, the top three guys in the pro tour points. So the first guys you have to talk about AJ Myers winning another championship, Jake French, perennial front runner and Billy Musgrave, four-time champion at the super nationals. Yeah, that's that's the uh, really three of the two, three of the headline drivers that uh, we're going to be watching throughout the week. Myers has been really dominant throughout the season. Uh, only had that one race where uh, where he uh, faltered and wasn't able to to complete it. But uh, Jake French has been right there on his bumper, and then Billy Musgrave has been there, but just not. There's almost like that little bit that he was missing all season long. But anytime you get to the super nationals, he's been able to do it. He so, finds it. <laughs> so he finds it. So that yeah. that's a story in itself alone. Uh, just those three drivers, and not to mention the the other forty eight that are going to be in the field as well. So, kind of some notes um, regarding the category: twelve countries represented, seventeen drivers from outside the United States, six former super national winners are in the field, five drivers who are pro tour champions are in the field as well. And we mentioned AJ Myers and Jake French; those are two of them alone. And we'll be talking to another one here in a little bit. And then two uh, shifter cart world champions in the field as well. We talked about, we talked about uh, David Foray, 47 year old going to be racing in the pro shifter division, coming back to the super nationals. And then um, who is the other world champion? I'm trying to think of, um, uh, Oh, Pedro Hillbrand. Oh, and Oh yeah, they're right. So I have three. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot about that. Kremers, uh, yeah, the shifter card champion. And then Pedro Hilton brand was a world carding champion uh, in 2016. Yeah, and one future IndyCar driver as well, right? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. I was I was on the wrong class. That's why I had that wrong. So, yeah, you're right. It, right. Was, it was Kremers, Kremers and Foray were the, were the world champions. Um, yeah, one IndyCar driver uh, coming from, well, he's technically, yeah, yeah I guess he is Canadian, right? But I think he's lived. He's been living in the United States for a long. He lives time. in Miami. So I, yeah, I, I think yeah. he's kind of dual citizen anyway. But we'll we'll give them to we'll give them to you because uh, <laughs> you got you guys need some more IndyCar drivers from Canada. All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. Devlin D. Yeah. Francesco. Yep. So that'll be good. Teaming up with uh, Leading Edge Motorsports on the Formula K. So that'll be uh, that'll be cool to see. He'll be working with our uh, upcoming guest. You know, one driver that I, I was he told me he was coming, but I don't see him. A Stingray Rob told me he was going to race. I don't see him on the on the list there. Yeah, he not on the entry going. list. So uh, maybe we'll something popped there. up with that. Well, so listen, let's let's bring in the guy who's going to be our, our uh, guest here for the Pro Shifter category. Three-time Super Nationals winner, 2016 Pro Tour Champions, five podiums, folks, over the last six Super Nationals. Let's say hello to Danny Formal. Danny, thank you so much, bud, for coming back. It's been almost two hours since we last chatted, so I hope you had something to eat. Great to have you with us, Danny. Uh, man, congratulations on on another great year. Rock Vegas win, and we'll see what happens this year. Hey, guys. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rob. Yeah, man, super excited to be here. Super excited for Vegas week. Uh, you know, it's the most exciting time of the year for me. November is just the best month ever. This is a little later than normal. Yeah. Normally, I'm already eating all the food that I want to eat, all the pizzas, all the burgers. <laughs> I as was going to get to that. F- as you can see my face, I look like I haven't eaten food good. in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, try, try, trying to make the weight, you know, uh, Scusa so helped funny. me out with five pounds. So the all weight's right. 390 now, so that helps a little so, bit, right? Maybe in, in and so out is, on Saturday night. There we, is, <laughs> so is that an invitation for Josh Lane to send you food pics all week long? <laughs> no, exactly. Me and Josh, you know, back in the day with DRT, Always trying to make weight, you know, Honda days and 
Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a difficult situation for me, for sure. Yeah, that is so funny. And for, for those of you who don't know, obviously, uh, Daniel's won a lot of races, of course, uh, at the Supernats uh, event and has always been up front, but he's a bigger guy. And so to try to get down to weight, he's got to slim down hard. And then he hits the food, hits the buffet line uh, on Sunday night for sure. Uh, Daniel, let, let's go back and talk a little bit about, about obviously the, the wins you've had here at the Supernationals, some of your 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 biggest and best. Uh, just talk, describe what it's like to win here because you've shown the emotion, right? I, I don't think some of the people understand how big it is and how important it is for some guys to win here at the Supernationals. No, Rob, you, you just said it. Like I said, 2011, my first Supernats, finished second in tag senior. Um, and I saw the emotions of people winning. I was a kid. I was 14 years old when I did my first Supernats in tag senior. And it was, I, I watched, you know, I used to see you guys' magazine and look at people winning. And my dad never took me to the race. Back then, you know, my dad was full paying for all my racing, no pro racing, just, you know, paying for everything. And I, I told my dad in 2010, uh, I remember December, my birthday's in December, uh, I got a magazine and I saw the winners from Supernats. I'm like, dad, why have we we've never done this? He's like, oh, it's expensive. It's across the country, but let's do it next year. And uh, Marco DeLeo gave me the chance, helped us out with some of, you know, some things. And, uh, you know, we got second. And from that moment on, 2011 to 2021, this will be 10th year for me doing Supernats. It's, it's just something that you can't describe. The, the win, when, when I won in 2015 was probably one of the best weekends of my life. Uh, I won every single on-track session. When I crossed the line on Sunday, that checker flag, it felt like, I've won a lot of things, guys, and this win is just something out of this planet. It's seriously just the emotions, how hard the teams work, how hard everything has to be. Everything has to be perfect. The luck, the motor, the chassis, the tire pressure, getting everything right. It's just so, so much pressure going on to that final, those last 25 laps. Make sure you got the jetting right. Make sure you got everything right. Get every 100% because you're 98%, you're not going to win. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's just incredible. And, and seriously, uh, to win the Supernats is just something out of this planet. It obviously takes something special and not just with the driver, but with all the equipment, like you said, everything has to be actually bang on. And you have that connection with your team owner, your man, your, your, your mechanic, whatever it may be. You and Greg Bell have had a fantastic relationship with Leading Edge Motorsports. You're on the Formula K chassis. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship that you two guys have and how you've been able to morph that into the fact that you guys, you're like, you're like the big event team, right? You guys, and it, it's a major event. You guys step up to the plate and you're able to get those wins, man. It's, it separates you guys, I think, from some of the other drivers on the grid. To be honest, this year has been different for me, Rob. Uh, around uh, March of this, of this year, I, uh, I, I decided to move back to Costa Rica from working mm -hmm. in, in the United States full time in 2020. Uh, and uh, I started racing a lot of cars. Um, so Greg called me. He's like, hey, do you want to get the band back together? And I was, of course, <laughs> man. We went to NOLA. We had good pace. Uh, our whole package wasn't there, to be honest with you. Uh, chassis wasn't 100%. Engine wasn't 100%. We could manage two top threes. Uh, I think I was in second actually on Saturday and my shift lever broke. But yeah, nothing nothing to keep up with AJ. He was in another planet. And uh, yeah, that, that was my last race with Greg. Uh, then he, he told me, hey, Danny, do you want to do uh, Newcastle uh, for the Summer Nats? And uh, to be honest, three things happened. I couldn't lose enough weight. I was about 20 pounds, 22 pounds overweight. 
which definitely doesn't help in a racetrack like Newcastle, especially racing the super mile. That that corner, that big ball corner, you're loading fourth yeah. gear in the KZ uphill. Um, I felt it a lot. Um, the motor package that we had was not a uh, Greg's power. It wasn't mega power, and we just couldn't figure out the jetting, and we were down on horsepower pretty much all weekend. And and three, uh, I got my COVID shot on Wednesday of that week because I was traveling to Italy week after, and I got terrible side effects. So I was out for like 36 hours that I had the chills. My right arm was falling asleep. Uh, uh-huh. So it was just a bad weekend. One, one of those <laughs> Nothing was working, had, right? Yeah. No, no. Everything was just it was negative. So and that was my last race with Greg. And then, you know, Greg and I talked back and forth. I started, you know, I was like, Greg, next time I race, I'm going to make weight. I will promise you to my life if I go races to make weight. And we decided to do two classes in Rock the Rio. And, uh, well, Rock, uh, sorry, whatever, Rock. Rock Vegas, Rock Vegas. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, we decided to do VLR. So uh, the, I raced real, VLR here in Costa Rica, and the weight is 355. So, you know, I told him, listen, I can get skinny, but <laughs> you need to help me out getting some titanium stuff, a small tank. <laughs> We're going to rip the stickers off this freaking go-kart. You know, we're going to make it as light as possible. And he did. He, wor- he, he, he invested in the titanium parts. Um, and I made the weight. I made 350, 353 on the VLR. Wow. And I actually had put weight for the rock shifter. And the weekend wow. just, yeah, it, the weekend just started incredible. We, in rock shifter, were extremely dominant. Uh, we got the pole position VLR, got second in rock. And it's just, I don't know, Greg and I come Vegas He's in another level. Like I call him every day at, at 11 o'clock at night. He's working. He's at the shop. He's busting his butt. He's a one-man show. You know, he, he does this because he loves it. He pushes mm-hmm. like 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 people. I, you know, he's crazy. He loves it. He, he's just <laughs> he's 60 odd years old. I don't know if he's 60, 50. I don't know. He looks 60. <laughs> <laughs> just tell him I tell him he looks 60. I don't think oh, he looks man. 60. Maybe uh, mid 50s. I think you're, I think he and I are the same age actually. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But you know yeah, what I mean. He's, he's, yeah, he he works so hard. He's working at the shop. Uh, just talked to my mechanic. They're they're finishing out the go karts. We have 18 drivers for this weekend, next That's weekend. Amazing. So, so you know, it's just a relationship that we bonded. At the end of the day, it's not really more of a, a, a racing relationship. It's more family. Come now, um, yeah. he he respects that I'm trying to make a career out of racing, and whenever I can, come and help the team, help the drivers, and help leading edge um i'm always going to be here and i think that's one of the coolest things that we we bust on each other we 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 treat each other like family he tells me to screw off i tell him to screw off so it's not like we're ever mad at each other i know how he gets he's stressed out sometimes and it's just a relationship that it's not like a you know a team relationship it's more of a family and and i think that's why our come to the, the race that requires everything to be perfect and the most pressure, like I heard everyone saying that they don't care about this race and they're trying to come with a different mindset. I come here to win. I'm going I'm, to go to Supernats and I'm going to go win. And if I can't win, I'm going to try. And that's what we all do. And Greg is the same way. But at the same time, because if it's such a family relationship, there's no pressure in between me and Greg. If we're fast, we're fast. If we're slow, we're slow. We're going to try to figure it out. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of our, our key successes that we just it's it's more of a let's go have fun and I think we're fast enough. You know what I mean? Do you think 
you've worked with a number of different race teams, worked on a number of different chassis. You had that success with, with Gilbo and DR cart. Do you think that that family atmosphere is kind of what you, you, you thrive in? Uh, do you think that helps better because you've, you've been in different, uh, atmospheres where it's kind of more like business, business, business. Do you think it's better to be in a family atmosphere more than a business, but does, does that translate in the car program as well too? To be honest, in karting, I like a team that lets me do whatever the hell I want. If it doesn't work, <laughs> if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And we try whatever right. they want. But I'm not a guy that I go to teams like, I want to try an, uh, a stiff axle. And everyone in the team is running soft. And they're like, no, you can't. I'm like, well, I'm six foot tall, freaking 180 pounds, and it's all in my head. Obviously, right. I need to run it. I need to run a different, <laughs> different setup than my best yeah. friend, you know, my best friends that are, you know, yeah. five foot five, 130 pounds. So yeah. I think that's why me and me and DRT and leading edge of thrive is that they let me do whatever the hell I want. And if it doesn't work, we just go back and start all over again. And mm-hmm. Dave, it's nice that you mentioned that in, in, in super trofeo this year, my engineer, Jeff and I, and the whole team really in WTR, uh, kind of have that bond. Um, I come in and, you know, the Super Trofeo, you could do a lot of stuff, but it's not really, you know, DPI, GTD level stuff you could do. You could change the springs, you could change the toe, you could change the ride height, but you can't really go all out and change everything, right? So right. there's, there's, there's and, and there's a baseline you kind of stick with, especially the springs, because it's a big change. Um, and yeah, have that, that relationship, like, okay, the car's understeering, I'm power out. And I tell them, I think, I, you know, it's definitely a hard, harder process for me because, and it, like I said, in a go-kart, I come in, I'm like, great. I'm just going to, I go to the, I go inside the trailer, grab the axle I want and go and put it on the go-kart. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really work like that. Go tell the mechanics of the lamb. I want you to change the springs and change the rake. No, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Right. And it's something that you kind of have to uh, switch chips. Yeah. Right. Because you have to talk through, you know, talk to your engineers, write it down, tell them where it's doing, where it's doing it. But that's something really cool that you mentioned that because me and my engineer, let's say I tell them, okay, the car has power understeer can turn five. I think, and I write, I think we should try this. And he's like, I agree with you, Danny. We should try this. If it doesn't work, we try that. You know what I mean? So the, it, it, the relationship is there. And I think that's why yeah. we had great success with WTR with a couple wins this year, because it's a really good relationship. The whole WTR became family to me. Like when we're in Italy for the world championships and in, in, in super trofeo, when, you know, when we left, we're like all tearing up that we, you know, we've seen each other all year, every month, and we're not going to see each other until like March of next year when we start testing, you know? So it was yeah. something really cool for such a big team, such a big organization like WTR is one of the best teams, if not the best team of sports cars racing in IMSA to be like a, a family, you know, like, like a compact family with 50 people that went there every weekend. So that helped me a lot that the team was that fami- like super family, super nice. And, and it helped me, you know, just feel really comfortable with the team. So let's wrap up with the super nationals. Now, uh, does it matter that you won rock Vegas? Do you need the confidence coming in to the, uh, to the super nationals? Or do you just know that every time that the, you know, a big event comes like this, that you and Greg are going to be able to step up and, and, and get something done? Um, to be honest, this year, the only thing that is not the same as last uh, 2019 is our engine program. Uh, we're going to run an engine program uh, run by Greg and uh, another guy. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I could say yet, so I'm not going to say who it is. Keep it so, quiet. Uh, 
Um, that's the only thing that's different. Uh, I, I get, have a hundred percent trust in Greg. I think our chassis in, in the streets is, if not the best go-kart there is, uh, one of them at least. Uh, we legit, how it comes out of the trailer, that's how we run it, that's how our revs rock. We never changed anything, absolutely wow. nothing. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, I think with the cooler weathers at night, especially uh, being in North Vegas, which, which a little more windy, uh, I think I think it's definitely gonna suit me. Uh, I was actually looking forward to a different racetrack as I'm, I love adapting to new racetracks. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm quite, a, quite good at that, but uh, 2019, I thought the racetrack was gonna be super easy and super boring and well had the biggest win in my, in my karting career so <laughs> i right? can't i can't i can't say i didn't like it uh hopefully there's <laughs> there's uh some curves i could hit you know through the chicane they put some big old curves and they just fly over them um and, but yeah apart from that i think the, the racing is going to be amazing me and kramers have been going at it on social media just busting <laughs> each other super hard it's been super yeah. funny and that's uh, good. I like that. It's, it's only me and him that are busting our, our, each other, but there are so many fast guys. Uh, I think out of America, AJ and their KZ program has been dominant. Really his, his engines, his chassis, the way he drives the KZ his, and his chassis. Uh, I think he's, he's going to be tough to beat, but again, this is more of my playground. You know, I hope it, I hope it's extremely bumpy. Hope it's extremely rough. I hope everyone hurts their ribs because that's where I. That's that's yes! that's exactly that's exactly where I thrive wow. and 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 just love the bumpiness and the the more the most sketchy the better. There you go, well, Danny Formal. Thank you very much. We appreciate you hanging around, waiting to the end of this show. We wanted to chat with you. You're the man when it comes to Las Vegas. Good luck. We'll see you there next week. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, David. I'll see you guys Tuesday. Yeah. Danny Formal, three-time winner of the Super Nationals. He and Greg Bell from Leading Edge Motorsports. You put that mega power together with the Formula K, and that guy just gets the job done. There's no doubt about it, David. Uh, when the chips are down, we, we see he talks about how big he is, right? He's a big guy, all upper body weight. Doesn't work as well in the go-kart. He's not that stereotypical five-foot-five, 140-pound five, guy that no. carts are built for. It's just, he's not a Kremers. Kremers is he's built, not a Kremers. He's built for karting, where Formal is built for football or basketball. That's so, right. That's uh, right. That, you know, he mentions the, the the rough tracks. You know, we've seen him jump curbs everywhere across the country and around the world, even at yeah. Rotax Grand Finals and everywhere else. I remember that tag senior year in 2011. And again, he had that massive lean. You remember like that? He would just lean the cart, yeah. lean the cart in all the different corners. And it was just, I think he started outside the top 10. And I want to say he just kept getting position after position and got himself up to second. It was a great drive. And ever since then, I, he's had my respect for sure. And David, it's that, it's that he, he'll dive into a corner on a, a, shouldn't be able to get the car to rotate. And, just <laughs> and he does. Body, yeah. And it just rotates around. It's so, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Work. Always, again, one of the great characters, one of the great drivers in North American karting right now, Danny Formal. All right, let's get to it, David. We'll, we'll be able to go through the list a little bit of the drivers that we have to look at. I've got my sheet open here. Let's start right. with your let's let's go to your predictions, then we'll kind of look at the rest of the guys that we think could be in there. Here's the predictions for D. Cole. Here it is. There's a notable name missing. I'll get into that in a little bit, uh, but I do have some. Danny mentioned it before. AJ has been uh, very dominant throughout the season, and I think this is just where everything comes together. You know, he's got five Pro Tour wins on the season. Uh, yeah, he didn't quite get the get the mark there. Danny got him at Rock Vegas, but I think uh, you know, Supernats wise, I think this is going to be AJ Meyer's year. 
And again, I look back to when he jumped on the scene back in 2014 and then he drove to fifth in KZ. So he knows the KZ program, loves the KZ program, and it's been showing all season long. So I have A.J. Myers scoring the victory. I have Jake French, the Susan Lucci of Pro Shifter right now. (laughs) I mean, he's been finishing second all season long. I know a lot of old people will get that mark, but none none of the young guys. Uh, but he's just been right there on Myers bumper and just not enough to, to get by him. And so I, I have Jake finishing in second. I have formal in third. I have, uh, I have Danny finishing in third again, one last year. I think he has the ability to win. It's just, you know, these are kind of just my odds and the way, the way I see things unfolding. And again, I think he's going to be there all weekend, all weekend long. I think it's really going to be these three drivers that are going to be up front all weekend. Uh, I have Brent Cruz, the the young the young gun, finishing in fourth. I think he yep. proved it at the Pro Tour Summer Nationals that he can run with these guys. He can be right there. Um, I didn't pick him in KA. Uh, I just don't think he. I think I think all the focus is going to be on Pro Shifter, and uh, and I think he's going to be he's going to prevail and be able to put two leading edge motorsports Formula Ks on the uh, on the podium uh, come Super Sunday, and then also to the podium we got to have a track magic back. I, you know, Kyle Wick is going to be aboard the track magic colors. They came, everybody came in 2019. It was a big show to, to get the, the, uh, the track magic name back on the KZ podium. And I think Kyle Wick's going to do that in 2021. Uh, you know, Wick just, he's, he's grown as a shifter cart driver, gotten better and better, even though he's won the pro tour championship back in 2018, I think he's, or 2019, I believe it was, he's gotten better and better. And I think working with GFC, and uh, the entire crew there, I think he's going to be able to get on the podium again. There you go. All right. I, I hear where you're coming from. Let's let's bring mine up. Let's have a look what I got here for my thoughts. I'm going Danny Formal. Uh, and for me, uh, I just, I think, and I got A.J. Myers in second, right? You and I are very much the same with the, with the top three drivers that, that we've seen out of those guys. I just, the way Danny works when he gets to these races, these big, big major races, when it, when he can get the thing to get working, he and uh, when he and Greg Bell are lined up and they make things happen. I just, he's a, he's a big, he's a big event driver. That's the best way I could put it. When the chips are down, Formal's going to step up. Just like a quarterback that can go and get the job done at the Super Bowl all the time. He's the guy that's not going to drop the ball. So you're saying uh, he's Tom Brady. He's, he's the Costa Tom, Rican he's the, Tom Brady. He's the Costa Rican <laughs> Tom Brady. That's, I like that. Well, well, I'll go with that. You know, I, that's probably going to make it's probably going to make its way to the broadcast too. Then there you go. I have a feeling. Uh, so yeah, I'm going with Formal to win, but AJ Myers again is going to fight him to the very end. AJ has been ridiculously impressive, really over the last two years. The whole Magic Kart program and Checker Motorsports and what they've been able to do, man. AJ just impressed me so much all year long. He's growing. He's he's getting more and more mature. And that could be one one of the things that plays out to who's going to take this win. I got Jake French P3 because I I think if Formal steps up, French will go to that spot behind Myers. Unless Jake can find a little bit more, they'll need to step it up. I've got Kremers. uh, Now, he's with PSL. Mark, you remember, almost won the thing before. Didn't they have like a late race full course yellow or something or a red flag for an issue? Uh, And he had the race. He had the race essentially won that one year. Remember? That was in 2018. 18, and when yeah, they had was... uh, a, a red flag come out while he was yeah. leading, restarted yeah. the race, was uh, was not able to get up to speed quickly when the green flag uh, restart there happened, ended up finishing in the second spot. That was the year that uh, Leonardo um, Lorandi won. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And again, he was him and Formal were were one two all uh, all the week. Or Crummers, I think, was was number one all week, and then uh, Formal just turned up the wick a little bit there on Super Sunday. To uh, yeah. so two two runner up finishes for Crummers in the last two two years there at Super National. And I'm putting so I'm putting Crummers P four behind the uh, the regulars on our on the program here in the U S. And I'm with you with Brett Cruz. I just think he's going to have a really good run. I like what he's done. I think he's getting more mature and getting you know getting more comfortable. And I think that he'll have a really good strong run to p5 but david literally man you look at the list there's there are so many really good guys that we haven't talked about you know you talk about mad the magic cart guys being good so you gotta think andrew pedozo is probably going to be in the fight there as well um i scrolled down and look at austin garrison was pretty was was pretty strong at rock vegas for for the rawlison performance group as well uh billy musgrave let's see what he does billy's well, kind of had a, had a rough year neither of you neither you or I picked him to be in the top five, but here's a guy with four supernationals wins. Yeah, but we're we're in a different formula, really, to be mm-hmm. honest. Because again, everybody was on the same engine in Pro Shifter back in 2019 when he was able to pick up that fourth victory, and then again in the previous years that he that he won as well. This year, and again, that's something we don't know in our entry list. We don't know who's going to be on what engines. You know, yeah. he's he's been with the IAMI engine. I have him listed as IAMI, but he's the only one I have there's only maybe 10 drivers that I have listed for engines because that's something that um, Supercarts USA didn't um, collect the information mm-hmm. for because uh, it, that's more of a tech item. So um, that's something that we're going to have to follow both in master shifter and in the pro shifter category are the engine selections for all the different drivers. Uh, so let me just throw some other names out that I thought were cool to see Mateus Ramirez uh, who with Track Magic had a good run in KZ a couple of years ago. Rainbow Rossitti coming down with uh, Italian Motors. He'll be there in the field as well. Uh, here's a guy I want to give a shout out to for sure because he's always super fast and he's like the aging veteran is Ronnie White. Let's give a shout out to Ronnie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'll predict he's in the top ten. Well, if you if you look at my spreadsheet, I had to go really 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 <laughs> to the right because back it was back in 2003 when he last. Uh, one at the Super Nationals, so yeah. Uh, yeah. that that's a long. That was that was before my time. Bobby Wilson, that, that race. That was at the Rio, the last, yeah, uh, the second ever at the Rio because 2012, 20, it was two thousand two and two thousand three. Two thousand the first two years. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, he has the ability to run top ten. I think he ran at Rock Vegas, who was in the top ten or near the top ten. So he could be there. Some other international drivers. Uh, where where did it go? Uh, Max Maximil Maximilian Paul Paul, yeah. Um, with the DR cart, he's always yep. been quick. Uh, was third the last two years uh, in the KZ category. Agreed. So yeah, um, he's going to be carrying the DR cart uh, banner with with uh, DRT Racing and, and Don Gilbo. I like seeing uh, Jack Crawford on the list as well for for Nash Motorsports. Just a guy who almost won X thirty Senior a couple of years ago, but but, but got kind of checked up. I think it was two years ago, right? Nineteen. When he got checked up, was that? Remember, he was uh, the battle ju- there. At the he very was still end? in junior. Was that junior? he was still in junior? Yeah, I guess he would have been. I guess it would have been in junior. Are you sure? I, that's what I have listed. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, yeah maybe you're right. Won. Yeah. All I remember is him getting shuffled around at the very. I thought it was. I thought it was his senior. We're gonna have to go back and look at this, David. Yeah. I, well, I can. Yeah. Keep talking. Keep talking about other names and I'll look. I'll go to, well, anyways, Jack, let's talk about Jack a little bit. Had a really, really strong year this year running over in Euro Formula Open and did some races in the FIA Formula F3 series. And I really have a think, uh, thought that he's potentially on the fast track to try to get his way to F1. So we'll see what happens with the Red Bull sponsorship. But good to see Jack back here, of course, the Texan. 
uh, coming back to do some carding. I love seeing him on that on that grid. We talked about Foray already. Uh, who else? Oh, Jacob Gulick was a driver that we saw do pretty well on the in the uh, the Pro Tour. Yeah, uh, had a couple of really good runs. So Gulick, I think, could step up a little bit in the GFC. And again, you know what? I know I've been kind of going back and forth a little bit with Gary Carlton. We're going to be doing a book at podcasts about Gary, one of the absolute legends in, in American karting. We're going to do that. Uh, hopefully before Christmas. And I know he's been hard at work, David, getting things done uh, for the GFC team. There. Yeah, you're right. To confirm, it was uh, third place in 2019, X30 senior for Jack Crawford. Senior. So he won He won in uh, 2017 and finished second in 2018. So three straight podiums uh, for Jack Crawford at the Super Nationals. And I have a sneaky feeling it might have been Danny Curl who gave him a bump and run in the final hairpin coming onto the front straightaway. I think. He did finish second. He did, there you go. That's what I think it was. I'm pretty sure, if I, as I recall. Uh, but but again, Jack did a great job there. So we'll see what he could be. A, he could be a dark horse. He hasn't been in a cart, obviously. Yeah, he did big. rock Vegas. Didn't didn't really. I don't think he yeah. broke into the top ten at all during the week. But it could have been just kind of like a warm up for Super That's Nationals. It, right? We're not sure. But you're That's you're it. right. He hasn't been in the cart. Uh, as often as a, a lot of car racing, drivers, yeah. <laughs> a lot of car racing for sure. Uh, yeah. So David, right. That wraps it. it up, baby. That's it. We're done. That is it. So um, yeah, we are finished for this edition. The second run of our outlap preview podcast. Uh, we see Mike Smith been doing a lot of commenting here. We're going to have him in the booth with us at the Cooper tired broadcast center in Vegas. Looking forward to that. Uh, shout out again to Trinity carding group and Sean Bailiff and the whole crew for presenting this edition of the outlap and a couple people have asked about that right there 1995 ikf duffy for mr danny hodap screaming eagle as well from pat sakers so that's the duffy i got hanging out behind me here right now but uh david man listen it's more previews to come talk about that a little bit so those of you who know what's coming on the website we got we got what, three more days of previews right uh four technically four so um, you don't even yeah. know you're like uh what <laughs> four so well I had, I had to figure it out so tomorrow is thursday thanksgiving yeah. uh here in the u.s and we have um the master shifter and x30 master are going to be published uh tomorrow during the day we'll have the ka100 senior preview on friday we'll have x30 senior on saturday and then our pro shifter category on sunday I'm working on a morning coffee uh, to run on a column to run on Monday while I travel. David will be packing things up to get ready to travel on Tuesday as well. We got Supernats coming, and and Dave, great idea. This was this was his idea to, to do this uh, preview podcast live. I like this. We'll do more of these. I like the interview process and the the format. We'll do more of this in 2022. I think, right? Yeah, they won't be two hours long. They'll Boom. be probably a little bit quicker. You know, maybe yeah. uh, you know 30 minutes to 45 minutes, and yeah. you know, ho- you know, we'll hopefully start that up right away when we get into the 2022 season. We'll obviously, beginning with uh, the Supercarts USA Winter Series, and then the other events that will be ch- challenging yeah. Americas and. And, uh, and then again, all the others that we'll be doing with uh, the uh, ECAN Trackside Live program. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us here. And again, this will become a podcast. Those of you watching right now will turn it into a podcast. It'll probably play on the ECAN Radio Network soon as well. I know David. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. David gets Hopefully, that if done. I get the edit. <laughs> Sometime tomorrow, it will start playing. Then we can play it for a couple of days on the ECAN Radio Network. Otherwise, uh, it is Supernats time. It's time to, for me. I'm on the West Coast. I haven't eaten yet. It's, it's dinner time for me. David's probably ready to go to bed pretty soon. Uh, folks, thank you so much again. We appreciate it. Big shout out to Trinity uh, Cardinal Group and, and those who are, are stepping up to sponsor and support our EKN broadcast of the Supernationals, including the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, Acceleration Kart Racing, 
and a number of other groups that are joining on board with us as well. Big thank you to Cartlift as well. They just signed up today. If you want to sign up to be part of that, feel free to send me a DM or email me, and we'd be happy to talk to you about uh, opportunities to be part of the EKN partnership team for this year's broadcast. Looking forward to it for sure. On behalf of David Cole, mm, other way. Rob Howden, <laughs> book it.